Hello and welcome to another episode of Drop Frames. It's the final week of January. Feels like it's already been a year. Did you know we're coming up? This this stat scared the shit out of me. We're like 35 days away from March. And it would have been one year from March 2020 when all this coronavirus shit started. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's... that's a lot that's a lot for my brain to process because i feel like i've aged 20 years in the past 350 and change so yeah yeah anyways sorry i'm still getting set up i was late today because i was checking my stonks yeah you got to check your stonks they're they're in an all you gotta you gotta check your stonks and your socks and if your socks aren't good, then your stonks aren't good. That's what any day trader will tell you. If your stonks are in your socks, then your sock stonks are not the stonks that you need to put your socks in for the stonks. Accurate. Accurate. Man, I miss Dr. Seuss. Where, where'd he go? He didn't go anywhere. Oh, he didn't? Okay. I mean, he's. I think he's dead, but... <laughs> I was going to say, he, he did go... That's what I meant, I think. His socks went down, no? as one would say. Mm. Maybe. Can you buy Dr. Seuss stocks? We should buy Dr. Seuss stocks. I would not buy them on a boat. I would not buy them on a goat. I would not buy them around a moat. Mm. What do you think? But I would buy them on Zeke's scrote. On Zeke's scrote. There it is. There's the scrote line. What does Dr. Seuss's tombstone say? I just got to know. <laughs> I got to know. Uh, find a grave. He died in, in 91. What does it say? Uh, I don't know if it says what it says. Nope. I have no idea what There's it like says. a Google database for what people's tombstones say. Find a grave.com co for all your <laughs> grave needs. <laughs> of course there is. How could I have even questioned that? It's 2021. <laughs> like what? How could I have even questioned that? grave.com oh my god oh apparently dr seuss was cremated and his ashes were scattered there's a memorial garden uh replete with statues of his famous characters in his native springfield massachusetts so there you go right yeah there's photos too on the internet if you want to see that anyways uh let's cut to our uh, stock market expert uh in the field Zeke, please enlighten us with what's happening with GME right now. Well, JP, GME is going crazy. It seems like uh, meme lords. I think I'm saying that right. Meme lords, not Meme or Mimi. Meme lords are out here uh, driving up the price of the GameStop stock. The uh, GameStop stock, and uh, the thing is. The big money, the hedge funders, I think his name is Marvin. Melvin. He uh, the, he bet that the stock was going to go under because, you know, it's it was going down and, like, no one shops for games, like, in a, in a brick-and-mortar store anymore. However, the meme lord said, no. We know. We see what you're doing. We see you're trying to, to bet that this company will fail. And we're going to bet that it doesn't. And you got to pay. For your bet, the bet that you made, 
We made it null and void. In fact, we made we, we made that bet. You like you made a safe good bet, Marvin. Melvin. And we uh we we salted we we salted the pork for you. Is that a word? Is that a term? Let's can we make that a term? Yeah. Sounds good. We salted that pork. The meme lord salted that pork. Uh and uh it's too salty for you now. They can't sell that pork back. It's too salty. And I'll be I'll be this is 100% <laughs> a 100% as sincere comment. I was expecting a goof, but that's a pretty good summary of actually what's happened. <laughs> yeah. No, so, I mean, well, yeah. Great. I've seen all the dumbed down versions. Like I saw like a Donkey Kong dumbed down version. Like, yeah. If King K rule took like bet against the bananas, you know, like, <laughs> yes. shit like, that. like I saw that shit. Yeah. Yeah. They did. But, a yeah. No, I watched it. Like, honestly, I kind of, I sort of kind of understood what was going on because of watching, um, um, oh, what was that movie with Christian Bale and, uh, uh, Steve Carell about the, the big short seven. Big short, yeah. Yeah, good movie. I watched that. I've watched that like four or five times. It's a fucking fantastic movie. Great movie. But also, I learned like what shorting a stock is. Yeah. And once they people were saying like, oh, uh, the big companies, big hedge funds, like big money people are shorting lots of different stocks because of the pandemic is going to close businesses. Yeah. And so people notice this and they go, well, there's a chance for us to make some money because they've way overstretched yeah yeah it uh yeah. interesting times for sure i uh i watched cnbc's ratings must be through the roof right now uh which is also just funny to say to begin with um, right but i was i was watching cnbc because i just wanted to see what the talking heads were saying and exactly what someone in my chat uh, breezeaholic uh watching the cnbc anchors describe and berate wall street bets and reddit has to be one of my favorite things so far this year. Uh, granted, we're only 30 days in, but like watching a TV anchor try to describe to a bunch of, you know, 60 plus year olds who are yeah. stock market vets, and they're just like, so you see, Reddit is a collection of people <laughs> on the yeah. internet on a message board. Uh, and, and they're, you know, getting interviews of like, you know, the, the SEC's got to go in there and crack down all these kids. It's like, well, they're not, they're just having a conversation. Like, not doing anything wrong uh it's right it's now crazy. on cnbc we go to ask blaster 69 ask blaster <laughs> can you tell us how your stonks are doing <laughs> it's it's pretty funny it's pretty it's pretty good they they were interviewing some like multi-billionaire mega mega built or mega billionaire multi-mogul is there whatever i think is what the lower third said and uh, he was just like yeah you know reddit's not doing anything wrong they're just doing it in plain view we, we've done this shit for years and so and more importantly this is screwing <laughs> with their like their bottom line yeah like this like we were talking about a little before the show all this stuff is basically like the shorting and all that stuff that's just professional screwing over yeah it's screwing over people in a professional capacity so now all these people have gotten together and said well you know what no we're gonna screw people over too and we're gonna do it without you and now these guys are like whoa hold up like, you can't do you that. You got licenses to screw people over. You got to, you got to, like, we were trained. We went to school to screw people over. You can't just jump in and screw people over whenever you want like this. Um, this is, we, we got to, we got to talk. So, yeah, it's, it's a, I can only imagine, like, um, and, and again, like, we talked about this briefly before. I can only imagine the people that have been, like, doing the stock market their whole life are looking at this and seeing, like, these kids on Reddit making 
millions of dollars over these like little things. And these this is these are like deals that these people have been chasing. It's like chasing the dragon. They've been chasing these types of deals their entire life. And then all yeah. of a sudden these like people are coming together and just like completely turning all this stuff on their head. Yeah. Uh, it's incredible, man. It's incredible. It's it's, it's interesting also to watch. Something entirely new. Like this is this is the start of of a completely new type of stock market interaction between the public and totally. And yeah, this is the beginning of something big. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's <clears throat> the best explanation or not the best explanation, but th the way I see it is um, there's a few people with billions of dollars. And then there's like a thousand people with thousands of dollars. Right. And the few people with billions of dollars are used to like moving the stock market and, and, and making, making the, the meters go up and down, you know, the, the, the graphs go up and down. Whereas now the thousand people with the thousands of dollars, there's more of them, but it's, it's a significant amount of money and they're fucking hammering. Like they are laser focused on shit. Like one stock is just like, that's all it, that's all it takes to, to, to wreck billions of dollars. Yeah. Well, it was only one stock. Now it's all, it's already bleeding into other stocks. Yep. Blackberry, AMC, uh, Coss, uh, yeah, there's, there's three or four others that people are yeah. getting into. Uh, yeah, Nokia. That's right. I, I saw Nokia. Everyone's saying, <laughs> I love that. Like, yeah. I haven't heard these fucking names, these brand names in forever. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's really, it, it's, it's, uh, it's not it's Dell, but that dude, you're getting a Dell guy, his stock's flying up. That's true. That's true. But the shitty thing is that the few guys with a with billions of dollars also know the guys who make the laws. Yeah. So they're going to be like, uh, you remember all that shit we did for you and gave you and stuff like canceled to stop this shit now. You got to stop. So it's going to happen it. like this. This is going to be like they're going to they've already stopped like uh, uh, trading on certain stocks. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Listen. I have no idea how they can do that. I don't know how that's legal or whatever. Like how they can just be like, stop the trading. They've billions are being lost. Stop the trading. Yeah, they've. I but don't I guess know. Not only. I don't know if they froze. And the most, the most crazy part is, it's like, yeah, stop the trading. Pe people are making money, and those aren't the right people. We we need to make sure the right people are the ones screwing over here. Like not not all this other <laughs> stuff. Um, this is a this is a serious problem. Yeah, yeah. I don't know any of their cousins. So we need to shut this down immediately. Yeah, I've already, I I do know that I think TD Ameritrade made it so you can't buy certain stocks through them anymore. Um, so like that's started to happen or happen, but that's a very like the people on Reddit are not fucking using TD Ameritrade. They're using like Robinhood and shit like that, like different apps. Um, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That that's that's what I uh, what I was confused about. Ameritrade is just a company, like a just a a, a stock guessing company, basically. Or, yeah. or uh, they they put the money for you in these different places. Yeah. Uh, whereas people like I try, I'm try I tried to like get get in Robinhood, and uh, it took me forever. But I finally got in, like finally got the you know my account approved or whatever. But uh, <laughs> I need I've, apparently I need to go to a I need to switch to a big bank. Because my bank is not on their list. Yeah, it, I think you can manually enter your bank, but it takes like one to five days because they do that. The age old, like, we're going to send two random numbers to your bank, which you'll have yep. to go check your transaction. 
and then type yeah. that into your account in order to activate it. Uh, yeah, like I, I've been with the same bank for like 20 years, like Montana Bob's bank. Like <laughs> they've never done me wrong. Montana Bob knows how to do it. Yeah. We trade songs. Yeah. Yes. That's we true. trade hogs. We got a uh, pork value here. Exactly. Oh, by the way, great time to mention. We're about as la- all three of us are about as layman as it gets with this stuff. There's yes. a good chance that this is misinformation. We're 100%. saying the wrong things, all that kind of stuff, especially me. Um, that being said, if you are interested in like the actual ins and outs of this stuff, it's a fascinating thing going on and definitely will want to educate yourself uh, in a more official capacity. Um, yeah, I'm sure that we're like, uh, I'm, there's probably people who are actually in the stock market that are just like, oh my God, listening to us right now. Like, no, 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 that's all, it's all wrong. Yeah. Um, but you know, whatever. Again, that's uh, fine. funny enough, it kind of makes sense because this whole thing going on, <laughs> is basically a huge amount of layman's following like a small group of people that know what they're doing. And they're all kind of like brigading behind them. And but do I buy now? Do I sell now? What do I do? What's the most risk? Wait, no, yeah. don't wait. Wait, yes, no. Like it's it's been amazing, kind of seeing this whole thing happen. But yeah, for sure, it's. it's but the thing time. is, like, it's it's a staring contest. It's a it's a contest. Who blinks first? In a time. And that's off. the thing. Like you have to like you have to keep your money in there. Like like, or I mean, for this to work for everyone, they have to like hold strong you know yeah and that's that's the gamble of it it's like how long do we hold strong like it's like apes together i've seen the meme well, like apes together strong the thing <laughs> is though is and, and, but it, it's here's the thing you, you have to remain together and you have to keep going and this is one of the reasons i'm not participating in this right now but everybody involved knows that the house of cards is going to collapse like there's no way yeah. it will ever become like stable right so the, the big problem with this is like if you are in a position where you can't watch this like a hawk, like 24-7 essentially, if, you, if you're not willing to get up at 3 in the morning, well, not 3 in the morning, it's during hours, but if you're not willing to like stop whatever you're doing and potentially like offload everything you have immediately, you are in the potential to lose a lot, especially if you didn't get in at the beginning. If you got in at the beginning, like whatever, it's just lost profit. But some people have not. Right. Uh, some people were like got in midway when all this happened. So they're, they could actually, you know, they could lose a lot um, potentially. Uh, especially if it you know goes down really really fast um, before a lot of these places can can go through. But yeah, it's 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 wild. It's wild. Yeah. Um, but that's one of the reasons I'm staying away from it, dude. Like I, I it's no, just, if you gotta be honest, if you don't have the money to burn, like the money to gamble, because it's a gamble. Like if you don't have the money gamble. to gamble, don't go to, don't go to fucking Vegas. Yeah. Like if you go to Vegas with the amount of money that you can lose, and then you lose twice more than that, is how Vegas works, at least for me five times more than I can but you, I mean you get what I'm saying you don't bet more than you can lose uh and also like being prudently invested and having a diverse portfolio I know that sounds weird for me to say but that's I mean that's stuff you got to look into if you play the stock market it's true all somewhat true statement I say somewhat because again we're not we don't really know we know some of what we're talking about but we're by no means experts I, I learned all about this about uh, five hours ago. So <laughs> you could say I'm an expert. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, you're basically a master of trade. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. I think Biden just pinged you for his cabinet, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, it's probably, it's probably true. It's probably, I need to check my emails. That, I was probably CC'd on those emails you were getting earlier. That's probably what that was. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways uh enough about stonks let's go into uh some news because i think there's actually a decent amount of it 
past week's been kind of crazy on, I mean, past year's been kind of crazy, but past week has been kind of crazy on social media. And uh, I, I guess we'll kind of start right where we left off. Um, Co, I, I would think you probably have the most information on this uh, going by your social media. What was going on with Xbox last week? I know they hiked up their prices and doubled the prices of Xbox Live. Oh. And then later that night, they rescinded it. And that was kind of weird. What what went on? Yeah, so here's here's what was super strange. So Xbox has been making a, a, a lot of plays recently. You know, they released their kind of budget console. They've had the crazy good value with, 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 um, with Game Pass and everything. And then kind of out of nowhere... They're like, okay, so here's the deal. We're essentially going to like change your way, change around how you can purchase Xbox Live. Oh, and we're also going to basically double the price um, for some of this stuff. So obviously, a lot of people were like, "What in the hell are you doing? Like, this yeah. is this is ridiculous. How could you do this?" And what's even wilder is there was like a, a leak a while back saying that they were actually going to reduce prices. So a lot of people were thinking that they were going to like go the other direction, and all of a sudden they dropped this big bomb. Now, obviously. Because we have more than six brain cells, we knew that doubling the price of something like this, especially when they just released a budget console to play this stuff on, is a hugely boneheaded, ridiculous move. And the next following step that would happen is that they would get a huge public fallout over it. Obviously, this isn't going to go under the radar because the console is front and center right now with everything going on. So, what's wild about this is... There's two, there's two things we know. First of all, we know they were serious about it because there were actual stores that were receiving physical cards that had all the new information on it. So we knew that it was happening. But I think, and, and chat may have to correct me if I'm wrong here, I'm pretty sure 14 hours later. It was it was that night, yeah. I, yeah, like 14 hours. The entire thing had been changed. They did not do the price increase. And in fact, when a, when a further step in the other direction, saying that now if you play free-to-play games, that you don't need to be paying the online for that. Which is, a that's a big deal. It is. Yeah. It is. So it, it was just such a weird situation. Um, it, it And the speed at which it happened and the agility of how the company handled it, and all sorts of people just kind of like, what are you doing? Like, how, <laughs> how, like, how could you have not thought this was going to be the reaction? Um. How did you? How did everything get planned so quickly in the opposite? Was, was did you really think when you doubled the price that there wasn't going to be this backlash? Did they think that was going to happen and have a contingency plan in place? Was the whole thing a big PR move? Like it was. It's just such a. It's it's a very strange, strange situation. Yeah. Um. Especially again coming from a company that has been, to their credit, making some real good moves publicly, um, with their consoles and their Game Pass and stuff like that. It was just a very weird little bump in the road it it's very strange yeah I, that's a great way to describe it um i mean we've definitely seen like uh netflix you know they'll make dollar incremental uh up uh, upgrades or updates to their you know monthly or yearly pricing plan we've seen that multiple times over the years which you know a dollar to us is a dollar but to them it's a dollar on mul multiple millions hundreds of millions millions of and millions of dollars so it's an extra like billion <laughs> Well, it's like, annual basis or yearly basis yeah you guys might not audience might not be old enough to remember but you guys might be with the, the whole stamp like the u.s stamps right yeah they go up like a penny every once in a while but that's like america you know, an extra hundred hundred million dollars a year yeah when we used to use stamps <laughs> yeah 
Um, and, and for them to announce all this stuff, and then, I mean, it says right there, it was updated at 9 p.m. Pacific, which, you know, that's that's close to end of day. Very it's definitely time. Yeah, like it. I don't I, to call it a PR move, I, I think is maybe uh, who knows. I, I at some point I kind of feel and, and maybe this is me being um, maybe this is me just because I like Phil uh, Spencer is the idea of like, I feel like investors wanted this. But like Xbox didn't want this, so they did it, and then investors were like, "Oh shit, people are really pissed." And Xbox was like, "Yeah, duh, <laughs> can we change it back?" And then they changed it back. But even then, like that just sounds so far fetched to me. To even, I can't even believe that would occur. But see the stuff. The stuff that then that leads into is it's like, okay, well, if the goal was to get the investors more money, why in God's name would they do a hundred percent increase yeah. off the bat? Yeah. Like why, if they really wanted more money, why not? <laughs> just, why was this a 5% increase? Right. And they would do 5% per year for the next 10 years. Like there's, there's so many things about this that again, are just very strange. Like the, the goals of what they were doing just either, either they're completely boneheaded or there's a, some 40 chess going on. Yeah. Either incredibly stupid or there's something else going on. It's not well, just, just like a normal thing. I just see the investors like sitting in the room and going like, Let's try it. <laughs> I'm, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> You've got a plan B. Let's see what, what they say. I, now, maybe that was the case. Maybe maybe <laughs> they approached the investors with the, okay, we're going to do 100% increase, and we've got this other plan here that we will enact within 24 hours if the backlash is too much. And, and, that, and this whole thing was planned from the beginning with a fallback plan, you know? Like, right. Well, it's, and, it's again, it's a weird situation. Well, I'd imagine there's a lot of fallback, fall, jeez, I can't talk today. Fallback plans that we don't see, like oh, for sure, like they have a meter of how much backlash of the threshold they yeah. can take, a threshold, yeah. But, and it's but, just like if we don't, okay, we didn't get there, we were close, but we didn't get there, so we don't have to go to Plan B. The part that's so scummy though is if if that's true. If that is a fallback, read that first line. Right. We messed up today, and you were right to let us know. If this really was a fallback plan, it's like, they didn't mess up. They knew exactly what they were doing. They were just hoping you weren't going to complain about it. That's what they were hoping. It wasn't that we messed up. It's that y'all complained too much. And it's just like, I don't, that's why I don't like thinking it was a backup plan, because that means that it's just like, that's like, Oh, they, it says it wrong. The first line says it wrong. It says like we made a mistake. Like, oopsie, we we doubled the price. That's not a mistake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. no, no. what, what you need to change it to is what we did was messed up today. <laughs> right. Hey, yeah. That shit was messed up, and we're sorry. Like, not we messed up. Like, oops, someone hit the double the price button. No, <laughs> we, we printed some cards as well because we thought it was going to go well. <laughs> shipped about a week ago. Shit. <laughs> Yeah, it, it. I mean, the other thing too, if you think in in terms of like old media, it came out on a Friday, right? Like, it came out when hopefully people wouldn't cover it, and we go into the weekend, and no one would say anything. But in the world of the internet, the news don't stop on Friday. There is no more weekly news cycle. Yeah, it keeps going. Four seven three sixty five news cycle. That's right. Yeah, That's right. So it it's. I don't, I, I've tried to like wrap my head around that and, and been like, there's no way that they thought this was going to go well. 
Uh, and I've tried to like convince myself that it wasn't some like weird PR plan. And I, I just, I don't know what it was. I, I really don't know what it was. Uh, and that might be naive because maybe Very it was weird. just a giant PR stunt of like, Hey, this is all a thing to say, like, we're eventually going to have uh, free to play games, not needing Xbox Live Gold membership, which I, I think is that's probably the biggest thing to come out of this. Uh, not the fact that they rescinded it to begin with, but like for Fortnite, that's huge, right? Like, I think the large majority of Fortnite players play on PlayStation because you don't need to pay a monthly fee to play a free to play game. And now that that's coming to Xbox eventually, that'll probably have some sort of uh, uptick, especially when the Xbox Series S is cheaper than a PS5 um, for people that are wanting wanting to get in on the, the free-to-play world. So I don't know. It's a weird thing. It's I. It was one of, those, one of those things where I was like laying in bed at like 11 o'clock at night. I saw that come over on Twitter. It's like, what the, f- what? <laughs> what? The f- it's 11 o'clock at night. Why the fuck are they making this announcement on a Friday at 11 o'clock? Uh, almost midnight on the East Coast. It was, it's weird. It's very, it's very CDPR-esque. It's like you have this bank's goodwill that you've just acquired. Like, why would you try to spend it in this way? Yeah. Why would you, something that's so obviously not a good idea. Why would you do this? Why would you release a buggy ass game? Why would you hike the price up a hundred percent ever? Like it's net, nobody is okay doubling a price like, ever. Why would you ever do that? You always do it incrementally. Oh, they gamble and lost, man. That's all. That's all. It's like they gambled and lost. Well, they did. Now they're buying GameStop. You know, now they're just all in on yep. GameStop. Yep. <laughs> that's the the that's the whole plan. Yeah. Very weird. Very weird coming out of uh, Microsoft with that. That was on uh, Friday. Some other news. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, for yeah. anyone who's like, just just let's get this out of the way. Yeah, of course it's about money. It's greed. Of course, about like that. Totally. That's, that goes without saying. Like, you don't oh, yeah. have to say, like, of course, it's about money. It's about greed. Like, duh. Here's the thing, though. You got to make your money smart. You can't make, if you make your, comp, uh, your, 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 if you make your, the people buying your product think they're getting ripped off, or if you make them unhappy, that's not how you make money. Right. Like, that's one of the, that's why we're all so confused here. Like, these guys are, like, they're putting them in a position where they're going to make exceptionally less money. They're not charities. The whole point is that they sell games. So why would you do that? That's that's the confusion that we have. We know that they're there to make money. So why would they do this? Yeah. 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 That I mean, I I hate that type of statement and, and conversation because it's like everyone that makes some sort of business or works is trying to make money. So yeah, yeah. of course. They're trying to make money. Uh this one yeah. was just Unless a little bit. You live in the woods, everybody's trying to make money somehow. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, life is about making money (laughs) that if you're watching this you're paying for probably most of the stuff you're watching it on or at least the connection yeah exactly exactly they just don't we don't need to talk about that all the time maybe just reached in a little bit too much maybe who knows (laughs) Uh, i hope that we some somehow get like a here's what really happened on january 22nd with xbox because that would be like that the internal the fly on the wall had to have been some crazy event right like I, I picture just Phil running around, just like fucking trying to yell at people <laughs> and solving all these problems. <laughs> probably not the case at all. Phil probably had nothing to do with it. Phil's He's probably on his yacht counting the half-filled bottle of vodka. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Hundred percent more. Just, just do it right now. Just go. No, 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 do, do it. Get back in your office. Go make the press release. Do it right now. Yeah. Gonna be, we're gonna make millions of dollars. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, Bill Gates is gonna want to come back to the company. He's gonna be like, you're making so much money now. Phil's gonna be, oh god. 
I just did. It's probably what happened. <laughs> probably. Yeah. I hope I hope we get some. I just see him like delegating people to yell at other people like, you yell at him. You yell at him. I can't yell at all of you at once. Yeah. Must have been a crazy thing to have that amount of uh response to it later that evening. So anyways, what else we got going on in the news? Uh Jason Schreier, everyone's favorite uh social media reporter. <laughs> Uh, came out and made a, uh, a, a breaking post. Uh, when was this? Oh, it actually was on Friday as well. Uh, Blizzard, uh, he's, he states, Blizzard said that it's absorbing Vicarious Visions, uh, which is the company that made the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 Plus 2 remaster, um, and that they have been working on a Diablo 2 remake, um, and Team 1, which was the classic team, was quietly dismantled last fall. Um, and he goes on to talk a little bit about Warcraft 3 Reforged. And I guess the biggest thing to come out of this is that like a Diablo 2 remake is all but confirmed from the company. Um, so I think a lot of people were going after Jason Schreier for like making that announcement and taking that from Blizzard. I saw a lot of conversation on that. Um, and also a lot of people are just upset that like Vicarious Visions is now a Blizzard uh, dev group working on uh, remastered there. So we'll see. Yeah. They also did the crash remake. They definitely have some clout when it comes to like making good remakes. Uh, that crash remake was very good. And uh, the, the Tony Hawk remake was very good. I think Ko, you played some of that, right? Last year. Yeah. Oh, the Tony Hawk remake. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, responsible like for all that. of it. Okay, yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. it was actually really well done. I had a great time revisiting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that came out. I will say though, is that the same people that did reforged Warcraft three? No, no, they were not part of... Uh, I mean, are they the ones that are doing it now? No, no. Warcraft 3 already came out. I don't think anyone's... The, the team that was working on that got dismantled. Okay. Yeah, because that was a mess. Yes, that, that was, was, like that was and is a disaster. Of... Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. An absolute... Yeah. Saying it came out basically means they, like, pushed it out out of the fucking factory while it was still <laughs> breaking down and on fire. The worst part is, man, when you're <laughs> like talking about a remake, trash back on it. <laughs> when you're talking about a remake of a game that old, it's just like, it's already old. You didn't have to rush it out the, of all the things. Like, you weren't, this isn't a deadline situation. Like, it's already old. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. Oh, my Lord, man. Blizzard used to be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Blizzard was like the pioneer of when it's done. Exactly. Yeah. That's they, they used to be the when it's done. That was that was Blizzard, it, and that is not the case anymore. You're the you're the second <laughs> person that's brought that up uh, this week that I've heard, and and it's it's something I forgot about. Like they're the they're the company that like canceled StarCraft Ghost because they didn't yep. think it was good enough. They're the the and people the, that like the Warcraft, the Warcraft Adventure game. Yeah, yeah, the Warcraft Adventure game, and it was like almost done, and they said, "No, nah, it's not good enough. We're not going to put it out." I mean, our standards. Yeah. And and now they like pushed out Warcraft three and it's or they, so they, and that was yeah. the time of like like LucasArts adventure games they could have made so much money just shoveling that out the door like there's no question like people just would have bought it because it said Warcraft and adventure yeah and it's like they were just like no not gonna do it yeah a lot lot of good points that I just like completely forgot about the fact that Blizzard used to do that shit yeah but people are saying like in chat a lot like Activision. Totally. made it a different different company yeah without Dude. a doubt yeah well okay and and again this is from the layman's perspective because i'm not a huge blizzard person but from what i understand they basically bought blizzard like eviscerated all they could and then didn't renew 
the the contracts of a lot of the higher end people that were still around or they so left they, they, yeah yeah they basically like absorbed the brand and then just kind of sucked the soul right out of of what blizzard was right so it's just it's not even blizzard anymore it's just it's just something else yeah i mean this was it a name only no one knows if those people are forced out they obviously got a very nice paycheck when they got bought by activision so they probably just left after their non-competes was were up and and you know a lot of those people have started new companies um now because their non-competes are up and yeah it it is a blizzard is in a weird spot activision is doing great from a uh, like market perspective we talked about that last week uh yeah but blizzard is in a real weird spot so we'll see see what happens i know overwatch 2 is coming out i guess that's like the next big thing and diablo immortal will probably print fucking money because it's a diablo game that seems at least from what i played it was well made and you know if you're into mobile games and your hands don't hurt (laughs) after 10 minutes of playing it you'll probably jump in on the diablo immortal craze whenever that actually comes out but and shadowlands uh i guess uh, my playtime with it was fine and a lot of people are saying that it's decently okay months after the fact so we will see um what else is out there io interactive the uh hitman 3 devs uh did two things one they're planning to double its staff and open a second studio for the upcoming bond game uh because they are going to be making a new bond game which is awesome and then i think this morning they also announced that hitman 3 has basically recouped its development cost uh already in sales so shout out to them good for them man yeah yeah i know Cove played some hitman 3 i however all the way through kept with the poe addiction so i've not touched it yet we'll talk about hitman 3 uh, a little bit later in the show because i <clears throat> i just want to know what if it's more hitman or how it goes so we'll we'll get coda talk about that later um <laughs> trying to see if there's any well, more news news zeke go ahead so i'm sure you guys all saw ninja's like article about um yeah uh <laughs> I, it's not his job yeah. I, what, what is and is not his job? I saw the article only because you brought it up in Slack, and then I like did a deep dive on everything to come out of that article. And I think I can just sum it up and say, like, who the fuck is your PR, Ninja? Because you got to stop fucking talking. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong? Just don't talk. You're just like, you're just saying stupid shit. Just left and right. Yeah uh it's it's remarkable uh um, to see that zika since you brought up the article but by all means you want to kind of like introduce it no it's it's uh the games there was a GameSpot article um not to be confused gamestop to the moon wait by gamestop Um, by gamespot what we gotta go by okay all right hold on let me get my robin robin all right (laughs) um no, it, the the whole article is is uh is basically like it reminded me. Now this is another thing that's gonna fucking date me and age me. Okay. But it it uh, reminded me of the time that uh, Charles Barkley, a basketball player back in the day, yeah. was doing commercials saying like, "I am not a role model," like that kind of shit. Like <laughs> that was his whole thing, and that's what basically what Ninja is coming out saying is like, "I'm I'm it's not my job to to." You know, tell your kids about, you know, teach your kids right from wrong, basically. Right. And uh, people are like, it's, you, I can see both sides of that argument. Like, sure, that's, that's true. But uh, it's also kind of like, it, it's shitty if you, if you foster a community that 
doesn't know the difference between right and wrong, well, you know? In a lot of ways. But it's, is it your responsibility? Like, th- my, my standpoint is, and I will say, like, I've been, like, I want to tell people who are like, it's your responsibility, if you have a platform, to use it for blah, 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 you know, whatever cause um, that comes along. And the thing, the my gut reaction every time is, you don't get to tell me what to do on my platform. Like, I'll do whatever the fuck I want, and you go ahead and do whatever you want, because it's my platform, right? I brought I brought the soapbox. I'll stand on it if I want to. It's sitting there. I can do it. I probably have done it before. But, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, is it his response? Is it anybody's responsibility with a platform to be a decent human being? No, but I don't think... I, you know, in a lot of ways, I liken this to the same statement that people said a while back from some of these bigger streamers where it's like it's not my job to or it's impossible to moderate my chat i think was the line like it's impossible to because there's it's so big and and my influence is so vast that there's Mm -hmm. no way that i can actually like moderate my chat and it's just like yeah you can (laughs) like it's you could totally do that just like you could totally say hey don't be fucking racist i just said it don't be fucking racist. It's really that easy. That's all you have to say. It takes five seconds to just say that. But to go and like say like, oh, you know, it's not my job to parent these kids. Like what What the fuck kind of statement is that? Like what? No one asks well, you if it's your fucking job. They ask you to say, don't be racist. Right? <laughs> and yeah, influence the, the people that the, watch you. Like it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, I kind of see there's lots of different perspectives to look at this. And I mean, like, for instance, what's what Zeke is saying is is a is a good point. Like, take take some of the most popular stand-up comedians who every time you you hear them, if there's nothing that would be, you know, some of them are are edgy with what they say. You know, they're not trying to be a role model in any way. They never make comments on this stuff. But at the same time, they have millions and millions and millions and millions of people that watch them and follow them. It's kind of like, is it their responsibility to bring that stuff into their act and what they do, um, even though it has nothing to do with what they're doing? And then Zeke brings up the other point where it's kind of like, okay, well, let's say it's a smaller streamer or a mid-sized streamer or a ninja-sized streamer. Like, is there a number at which, okay, you're influencing this many people. So now, because you're influencing 350,000 people, you need to start talking about this more. Like, is there a difference between that person or the person who's streaming to five people? Does that mean that the person streaming to five people is just as obligated to, to, to influence the people watching them as the person that has 500 million people? on their YouTube, where is that distinction? And is that something, you know, if, if it's, if, if it's different for everyone, then how does that work? But here's, here's the thing. And, and this is where I think like a lot of, there seems to be just a huge amount of miscommunication because here's the thing. I also believe parents have like, are there a huge influence on kids is parenting and proper parenting, especially now that I have kids, it's even more important that people understand that like parents are the buck stops. There is parents. Mm. That being said, people were who are in these children's lives that are influencing them it is also their responsibility to try to guide them down a path that's good especially in a situation where they're coming off as like you know a part of their life not just some random entertainment not a tv actor in a show but like this is a real person and the more that is kind of a thing like i'm watching a real person and not just some person being an act the more important it is for that person to exude values that are good or that thing. I mean, there's there's a reason that different communities are based around different types of streamers. And then you look at those communities and you look at the person streaming. Now, 
if those communities don't line up morally with the person you're watching, do you then look at that streamer and go, well, this guy's entertaining the hell out of me, but I don't like him because he's not influencing his community properly. And it's kind of like at that point, whose job is it to make that distinction? You know, like who, at, at what point do you go, like what level of interaction does this, does the entertainer need with the people watching them to properly influence them? Everyone does this different. So take, I think I can speak for most of us on this panel, just like JP says, like we try to lead by example. If somebody comes into our chat and starts acting the fool, especially with racism, homophobia, and like that, I know that I have frequently, I've, I've actually seen, I think both of you do it. You guys will stop and just be like, get that shit out of here. That's not acceptable. That's not how we, that's not how a decent human acts. And maybe that was a 14-year-old kid that just had somebody say that in their comms. They got online and thought, hey, I'm going to be edgy and say this in chat. And then all of a sudden the streamer says that to them and they're like, wait a second. Like, I, I shouldn't be going around saying all this. You know, like at, at that point, that's some positive influence. Mm. But in the same vein, the fact that that kid did that, the fact that he thought that it was okay to do that goes back to the parenting where it's like, these values need to be instilled in children. So internet personalities don't need to be the end of that line. So it doesn't have to become the responsibility of an internet personality. Now, not every kid's life is like that. So in those situations, it is important for internet personalities or any personality, not just internet, anyone who is, who is an influencing factor in a child's life mm. to be able to exude that properly. Um, which I think, again, is one of the reasons I feel like a lot, the, like uh, me, you, the people on the show, and most of the guests we invite, really, we kind of feel that way about it. But yes, like it's it's weird because I feel like I'm both like agreeing with what Ninja said, but at the same time, like you got to be careful talking about this because if you offload that responsibility, then that's basically painting a bullseye on you. If you're saying like I don't need to, I don't need to be that person. I don't need to to talk about racism. I don't need to talk about white privilege. If you're saying that, you are rightfully so in many cases, like putting a bullseye on you because you're just basically saying it's not my job. But we're all humans. We all live in the society and it kind of is all of our job in some way. Right. You don't have to sit there on a soapbox and prostrate. You can lead through your actions. You can lead through your community and you can lead through how you present yourself. Yeah. I, I would, that was I, very long winded. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That, that's, that's, I knew this was going to be a, a long winded topic in that sense. So um, yeah, Zeke, Zeke you were going to say something. I don't want to step over your thoughts. Yeah. My, my feeling is that, People are, uh, people, uh, people tend to say it's your responsibility to use your platform for good. But the addendum to that is as I see it, as I see what's good. Hmm. Like there are certain things that most everybody can agree on are good things. But like there are those, there are those, those, those times when I like, maybe I have a, I have a viewpoint that I think is like on the, definitely on the side of good but that same person who's saying use your platform for good is like you shouldn't be saying that that is not you know it's like it's like um the, the example i came up with was how do you handle like a bully in elementary school like my my dad would say oh you just pop him right in the fucking nose one time and he'll stop bullying you <laughs> but my mom would say like well i would you tell your teachers about it see if you can like talk to the kid see if you can talk like that kind of stuff like both are like effective things, but one one might be worse than the other compared to like when you're talking to whomever, uh, depending on who you're talking to. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's <laughs> when people say like like 
advise you to use your platform for whatever reason, for whatever cause, whatever thing, it's for the most good as they see it. And I think we, we need, like, it's something we should be aware of. Yeah. Like the person who's saying these things, like, yes, it's not our, it's not our obligation. It's such a gray area for me. It's such, it's such a moral struggle. Like, yes, I want to do good. I want to put the most good out there in the world. I want people to be kind to each other, but I also like people who are a a little assholey, you know, like a little bit edgy, like like, they'll talk shit to your face and stuff like that. It's like, I like that stuff. So like, I don't want people to tell me one's, one's okay. And one's not, you know, because I think they're all okay. Well, it's also that it's also the very eye of the beholder. And that's something Mm -hmm. that I think has been talked about a lot because every, every person that, that is in kind of the diaspora of people that are considered like influency in this situation, they all have different opinions on how much should a streamer do for right. a cause, for a, for a situation, or uh, like how, how far should a streamer go? And what's even more crazy and makes this, this territory even more difficult for us to maneuver, there have been many times when I have wanted to speak up about something but I have then deleted or rolled it back specifically because I felt that if I were to do that, people would think that I'm capitalizing on a situation. Mm, And that's where it gets even stranger because it's like, I want to show solidarity. I want to promote something. I want to help bring awareness to something, but I'll see other people do this. And then all of a sudden people jump on their throats. Like, Oh, you're just, you only say something when this stuff happens or when there's a blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, at what, at what point can we kind of just say this kind of stuff and not have to be concerned that there's going to, and this goes back to the eye of the beholder thing, because while some people champion that when that stuff is said, other people go that other route. And it's kind of like, it's, it's a very strange, strange situation to walk. And I feel like the larger your, your audience gets, the more of that becomes an issue. Right. I, I think for me, it's, it's, where I struggle with this is, you know, when, when you get into the, what about isms for me is you look back at Ninja back in the day and like, he made the decision to not curse on his channel. And that was because if you don't curse on your channel, financially, you can get your content and more places with better ads on them. So if he was to be asked the same question around that time, would his answer be different? Uh, and that's where it's, it's kind of like, I, I question a lot of that type of stuff um, when it comes out in these these interviews. Um, and, and that's probably where I have the most issue uh, with a lot of, of, of the interview that came from this. This is from the, the New York Times article. I also think there was a Dick Zerto article or something like that. Um, so it, it's it's a it's a weird thing. I, I think there are some other things within this interview that's, you know, he, he brings up his... Um, the the this is where i don't want to misspeak uh and i'm probably going to the idea of playing with females on his channel uh and he goes into a question about that um and like that also sparked a lot of controversy on twitter um funny enough the from my uh research the only three people that he actually argued about with any of this were three women on twitter uh so that's kind of interesting uh <laughs> you could take from that anything or nothing at all. Um, it's, it's a weird, uh, it's a weird thing. I, I think in a lot of ways, like just stop talking, like fade away into your millions of dollars and play games you want to play and don't do interviews with New York times. And 
you'll probably have a lot stress-free life. <laughs> right? like, yeah. And just to be clear, JP is not saying like, stop talking for any other reason than you're digging yourself a grave. Like, yeah, not because like, it's not trying to silence anybody. It's just like, this is some friendly streamer advice. Like, well, and, like, and he doesn't, <laughs> like breakfast like, club, like, yeah, like me saying that means absolutely nothing, and he doesn't—he definitely doesn't need my advice by right, yeah. imagination. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we weren't talking about Ninja. He did the interview. Now we're talking about Ninja. So like, maybe that was the whole point. I don't know. Maybe this is. Oh uh, God! Did we just get forty chests? We probably got forty chests so he can get some role oh. in a Hollywood movie. Because let's be honest, the people that actually pay him don't give a rat's ass about any of this, and will continue to pay him. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. Hey, man. We don't make the news. We just report it. Sometimes. I'm just kidding. Maybe not even factually. I'm just kidding. <laughs> news is part of news. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. That, I'm, just, the, I'm the a make your bed and sleeping kind of person. As long as he, you know, keeps having fun getting the, the mud thrown at him, let him do what he wants. It's up to him. That's like, true he, as well. Just like you said, he could ease, at this point, he's won. I mean, what was it? I, I think his wife tweeted a while back that they were buying an island or something. I don't know if that was a joke, <laughs> but it may not be. And if that's the case, it's kind of like, if you want to keep playing in the mud, then keep getting dirty. But, you know, or if you're not, it's up to you. Like, you you do you, dude. Yeah. Um, whatever. And, and uh, for whatever. the sake of... Uh, Have fun. You're enjoying it, right, I guess? I guess the sake of both sides. He has come out on Twitter and said that he's, he's making, uh, like, I forgot exactly what, what he called them. Um, but he is doing things uh, with his money uh, for charitable causes, I guess is the best way to say it, because I don't remember the specifics of that. Um, Good for him, man. Yeah, so he is, well, he's out there. But yeah, I, I read some of those, and it's like, it's the I have blank friends argument. Like it's, yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Like, don't, that's, no, don't, that's not it. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's no, I, I think the, the biggest <laughs> takeaway for me is that that the, the reason why I'm not like uh, staunchly on one side or the other is because I just I would if I if I am performing or if I am uh, uh, acting within the bounds of the terms of service for whatever platform, whether it be Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, whatever, as long as I'm with their within their terms of service. I really, really get agitated if someone tries to tell me how to use my shit, like my platform, how to like, like they, they think I could, I should do something. Yeah. And I don't like that. <laughs> that's, that's, you know that's I mean? why oh, it's like, you? Zeke, yeah. you're a red blooded American. That's natural. <laughs> this is how it's supposed to be. The natural yeah. order of things. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just lucky that I'm such a good person that I don't need people to say that. <laughs> Well, Jeez. you know, another thing, though, and, and this is also kind of important to, to mention, it also has a lot to do with the type of audience you're going for. Like if, you know, like if for me to try to really push positivity, complete, you know, every everyone be cool with everyone. I don't care what's going on. Everyone be cool with everyone. Race, gender, preference, whatever. Everyone be cool. So I have a lot of, of younger people. I have a lot of parents watching with their kids. You know, I'll be on in situations where younger people could be watching. You can't say it's not more important for someone in my position to to be more aware of that, to be more, to include it more. While at the same time, Zeke, you know, you cuss like a sailor. You're a rager. You're an entertainer. Like you, you are, you are there to attract a, a, an older audience 
with adult jokes and dirty stuff, and it's hilarious. But at the same time, it's like, should should the same expectations be there? Like a, a lot of the people that are going to be watching Zeke's show, you know, they they formed their opinion decades ago in many cases, and it's not like trust me, it's not like Zeke's going to change. No offense, um, you know, like these <laughs> old dog new trick situation. No, I'm so, not going to change. You fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> now zeke we will need so, an apology for that yesterday uh, zeke uh, co please repeat what he said can, I, can, an I, can you give me my sh my shout out screen please yeah, okay. can you do my shout out screen? Yeah, yeah 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 let's okay go ahead go i ahead. would like to publicly apologize uh for calling uh, a colleague and friend uh co-carnage <laughs> a fucking cunt what i meant to say was that he is a friendly co-worker mm. and i misspoke uh, I want you to know that I, that I messed up and I'm glad you caught me. We'll do, I'll do better in the future. There you go. There you go. Cody, accept. I guess at this, I got to delete the Slack channel from last week, right? Like that's, that's gone. It was just yeah. not the one. Okay. All yeah, right, I'll gotta get that out of there. I'll go ahead and get that moved down. Cody, you need any, uh, do you need a soapbox? Like we got a bunch gonna take some time but i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna work through it i'll talk to my uh my counselors my therapists my uh, legal team and we'll we'll try to find a way through this all right that's good i don't know why you're upset i said i'm sorry you feel that way <laughs> oh man that's my favorite way to apologize by the way yeah i'm sorry you feel that way well that's one of those things too uh that I didn't actually know what I was saying until I was an adult. And that that's just like the complete worst thing to say. <laughs> it's just, I'm sorry. You feel that. Yeah. You know what? This <laughs> friendship canceled. This is over. Stop, stop the count. Yeah. We're done. Um, that's it. Uh, Co, I'm sorry. Yeah. You feel that way. You know? Yeah. I'm sorry you are your way, sir. Well, it's, way it's, I'm, it's, I'm sorry that I am my way and you're your way. I'm you know? sorry that I'm okay with your way. The, that, that his way is not the way that my way is yours. Zeke, I'm sorry he's this way, you know. I'm sorry I'm this way. Wait. I'm sorry the show It is, works. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's point? like it's it's that uh <laughs> my first my first introduction to something like that was um I was in a fender bender. Mm -hmm. And uh the insurance people were like don't say you're sorry. Don't don't say you're sorry. <laughs> Don't admit fault. Right. Like that guy said, we'll figure it out. Like, don't do anything. Like, don't say anything to them right now. And I was like, but it was my fault. They're like, doesn't matter. Don't say it. And I was like, oh, what? Okay. So I had to sit there and be like, I'm sorry that this happened. Like, you know, like. Dude, yeah. I, it's hilarious that you say that. I will, I will never forget when I got in a fender bender and I was moving stuff way back in the day when my family was moving houses. And, um, I, uh, somebody ran into the back of me and we pulled into the little, the little area and I called my parents and I was like, what do I do? Like, it was my first accident. What do I do? And they were like, okay, call this number and let them know. He's our, he's the guy, he's our insurance guy. So I called the insurance guy and I was like, Hey, uh, so-and-so, you know, I know we've never talked, but I just got in this accident. What should I do? He goes, okay. Okay. First of all, real quick, just totally casually. Did they apologize for it? it was the first <laughs> question they asked, did, did they, did they apologize? And I was like, and I had no idea what he meant at the time. And I was just kind of like. Thing? it was like okay great awesome perfect <laughs> I, just, I did it took me like weeks to realize like what that ex i thought he was just like are they polite are they polite people are they are they nice are they good yeah. i had no clue what that meant for like the longest time 
Yeah, admission oh, of fault is huge. Lawyers see the world differently. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> like they they have a different view of how everything operates out there, without a yep. doubt. So yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, that was the ninja stuff. Uh, Co, I think you'd be best equipped to introduce the next topic that I at least want to jump to. Oh um, shit! You don't think I'm watching Twitter during the show? Nice sly fucking statement from Drop Frames there. <laughs> oh, did Reggie tweet out? Reggie has control of that account. Oh, Look, really? I'm, okay. I'm sorry that Reggie <laughs> did that. I don't know what he did though. <laughs> he said Drop Frames from the Drop Frames account. We do not condone or endorse the statements made by Ezekiel the Third today <laughs> and retweeted. Fuck you, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> see here's my uh, that's actually funny so that clearly didn't come from me uh <laughs> that's from Rich. <laughs> I, I i honestly didn't realize someone else had uh <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, no, I, yeah i handed over that account a while back anyways uh i want to bring up the uh now that it's all kind of said and done i still think it's worth bringing up uh regardless of that fact uh the c9 Zico, ah, Zika, Zico. not Zika. That's yep. a that's a bad virus of something. Zico, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yes, Zico. Okay, so basically, what happened? Um, full disclosure: I I never heard of this gentleman. I I have not heard of ninety nine point nine streamers on Twitch. That doesn't say anything. I'd not heard of this guy, and I uh, I think somebody tagged me in a tweet. Um, maybe I saw something on LSF or something along those lines. Hmm. And it was basically like, hey, this dude that's been in great standing with twitch for an extremely long time has been kicked off the platform and he's been given a suspension and we don't you know don't know what's going on so i immediately like because I, I whenever i see this stuff especially if it's like so it's so so and so thing happened and there's a problem with it like especially these days that's something i i want to look at so i he made a video to his credit like a, a good video he kind of explained the situation very calm but the thing well. that kind of made me frustrated is that like stuff he was saying was extremely disheartening basically this guy he got banned from twitch he was not told why he was then told why without being given a clip or being given anything like that um days went by and his partner manager was blowing him off twitch was blowing him off he was trying to get someone like it says in his video, he was trying to get someone to talk to him from Twitch. And it was a really bad situation. So finally, like his, his, uh, his manager gets together, you know, people, like a bunch of people get together. They go through all the VODs and stuff. And they find this one clip that it kind of sounds like he could have said a homophobic slur. He was actually saying F it, but he said it really quickly. So it sounded some, it sounded like a homophobic slur that sounds familiar, familiar to effort. If you were to say it quickly, has a European and, accent uh, as well. So that let's exactly. Yeah, yes. Um, I think you can say F word now because the F word has changed. What's even funnier is yeah. I saw the clip on a different person's stream. It wasn't even his stream. And basically um, he then goes to Twitch and he's like, I don't even know if this is what got me my strike and ban because you didn't tell me. But if this is what did it, yeah. then you need to know, like, look at the context, look at the clip. Obviously, I didn't say that. Like, please unban me. And then apparently Twitch responded and they were like, whoops, are bad. We've removed your community strike. You are you are no longer banned. And this happened on like the sixth day, it, midday. Sixth day, yeah. Another important so, factor. Also, TL, TLDR, go ahead. I was going to say another important factor. He was also a, and is a Twitch ambassador. So yeah. he definitely has yeah. some like, clout in the twitter wow. or in the twitch exactly. world yeah 
exactly. He is, he is, he is like Twitch should know who this person is. And more importantly, they should go the, the least bit above and beyond to confirm these situations. Yeah. But anyway, the, the thing is, um, this, this was a, like the second I saw this, I tweeted out about it, um, basically directly at Twitch. And I was like, guys, like you need, okay. First I tweeted out at Twitch basically saying like, you need to let people know what is going on in these situations. And this is something when, when they invited me to do this whole council thing, the three words were accountability, transparency, and, and fairness across the platform. That, that's why I joined this thing. And I've been preaching that the whole time. As we know from what's come out publicly with all this stuff, it's not wasn't the focus then, but you know, it, there, there hopefully will be more and hopefully that will become the focus. That is the whole reason that I joined this stuff in the first place was to try to make this more refined, better, and most importantly, to kind of recover some of this terrible stuff that we see going on right now. Um, Zico's situation is a huge, glaring siren red light showing that Twitch has a long way to go from right now in getting this shit completely under control. Um, the big things is that, for instance, his account manager didn't know why. The person yeah. that manages him had no idea why he was banned. Then the people who did didn't tell him. So it's like the, the, the part that's so crazy here is how, like, how could Twitch think it's a good idea not to have the direct interface between the person at Twitch and the streamer not have access to this information? Like I, like I put up in a subsequent tweet, literally the account manager could have been, here's the clip saying why, why this, this, you know, we just banned you. Here's the clip why. Yeah. Zico could have responded. Oh no, look at the context. I actually said this. In fact, the slur you're blaming me of makes zero sense if you put it in the context of this clip. Oh, our bad, unbanned. Minutes. The whole situation would have been minutes. Yeah. Minutes. Like it's 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 baffling that that Twitch has not come up with a better way to do this. Well, and then and then for for the onus to be on the streamer to have to go through all the stuff that he did when he has no clue what he's looking for. And then and then here and here's the part that that makes me the most incensed out of all this. If Twitch had had their way, if Zico had not gone through and found that clip and resubmitted it and been told that that was the issue, then there's a good chance that his ban would have expired after seven days, Zico would have returned, and he would have had zero tools in knowing how to prevent that from happening again. Zero. He didn't know. He didn't know what he did wrong. They didn't tell him what he did wrong. They gave him like this huge umbrella part of the TOS for like hateful speech and conduct, and it's like, that could, that could be anything. Totally. Like, did he accidentally flash, flash a gang sign? When he was bending to get a drink or something, like who knows? Nobody knows. So it's kind of like you're you're expecting people to be able to make careers, support families, support people on this platform, but just like the DMCA stuff, you're not giving them the tools to do it. So, needless to say, like this is the kind of stuff you know. Obviously, with with this council thing I'm on, you know, my hands are tied. But when I do this stuff, especially moving forward, this is my focus is going to be preventing this stuff from happening. Um, because it is obscene. I could have something misconstrued, taken out of context or something. And this guy's been on the platform for 10 years. Nobody is immune to this type of treatment. Nobody. Zero. It's very clear. I mean, he's a freaking Twitch ambassador, for God's sakes. You would have thought that somebody would have like stepped up and been like, hey, can we take another look at this? Can we figure out what's going on? This guy clearly doesn't think that this is, this is valid. Yeah. I mean, it really is just mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. It is. Uh, and I, the other thing that I think was interesting about all this is you had uh, XQC, who one of the biggest streamers in the world, 
on the platform in the world, whatever, came out and said, like, come on, Twitch. Uh, when I've gotten bad, my account manager sent me the timestamp of the VOD for what There's I got fairness. banned for. And it's yep. like, why all... are you tweeting? Why are, why are different streamers being treated differently? It's because not all account managers are made the same. <laughs> it's what I read from that. Or, or not given the same information. Right, like there, there's a disconnect somewhere in there. Whether it's the moderation team not sending that, whether it's the, I, I don't know. I don't know what the disconnect is, but it needs to be fixed for sure. I okay. I I'm I probably missed this at the beginning, but is this is Zico, a big, real big? I don't know Zico, viewership wise. Zico is, is he's not okay. He's 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 not necessarily like the biggest streamer, but he's a solid, consistent streamer who's been a part of yeah. Twitch. God, I think since Justin TV for like a decade. Long time. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. Okay. In a situation like this, it doesn't matter how big you are. It's, it's, no, no, it's I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm not searching for excuses. I'm searching for reasons. Like, right. Well, yeah, I'm why saying, like, maybe this wasn't paid attention to. Whereas XQC, or like, I mean, frankly, even you would get like this shit handled promptly. That's, that's true. But what's even crazier is you would think that, you know, long time spotless record on the platform, Twitch ambassador. Like, you would think that these are things that Twitch would really see in a positive light, which makes the whole situation even stranger. Yeah. Like, if you are really going to do this kind of, not really nepotism, but this favoritism kind of situation, like, how could you discount somebody with as many good marks as Zico seems to have? It's it's strange. Um, but again, it just goes to show you that that this stuff needs to be reworked from the ground up. Like, this stuff, it has to be made better. It has to be, it has to change. And, you know, this is just one of, of many different situations that we see kind of happen on Twitch over and over, and things don't really get For years. Better. For literal yeah. years. And it, it makes me wonder, like, how has there not been, and maybe there has been, we'll never know, but it's definitely not a fixed problem. How has there not been, like, a complete gutting of the mod, the internal moderation team? Like, what? I think it all, dude, it all comes down to because they don't need to. Because that's a lot of money they have to spend, and, and they don't need to spend it. It doesn't affect their bottom line. A lot of times when when these streamers go down for little bits of, of time like that's the thing is though is that twitch i would hope understands that by doing this stuff better by making the company better by establishing value to the brand like when stuff like this works in the opposite they will make more money like that's that's the disconnect they don't seem to see value in improving their image and frankly doing this stuff right Somebody there needs to get to the point where they establish value in proper running, like properly running this stuff. Yeah. And that's just not how it is right now. Their heads are in a different place. And God only knows, you know, how much things like Amazon have influence and bottom line has influence and, and stuff like that. I mean, we're never going to know as people on the outside, but it's just very clear that when stuff like this happens, there's fundamental problems over there. There's, there's fundamental issues that are just simply not getting fixed or looked at. Yep. This is the kind of stuff that shouldn't have happened like a couple years ago with as many times that happened, let alone last week, this week. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 really, really hoping that um this one had a huge amount of of PR. And uh and even even in his video when he said he was unbanned, he still hadn't confirmed. So it's just kind of like yeah, yeah. I really, really hope that that this is kind of a wake-up call. I hate how many times I'm saying that these days. Yeah. Um, but I, I really hope that it is. All we can do is keep hoping. So yep. yeah. What, keep what, keep hoping and keep being loud. Yeah. What am I see? I like that you use your platform for that. 
I will mark off on that one that you did a good thing. <laughs> Co's got a green check this week. We'll see if he gets another one next week. Oh, by week. the way, it's, I, I felt kind of kind of weird about this because, like, there, there, was, a, there was an article written here, and then... Uh, yeah, uh, and uh, he's not I even mentioned in the article title. It's you. <laughs> yeah, but, but here's the thing. Council member? Like, I, they, they keep calling me, like, like the, the eSports thing, too, was like, Twitch Council... It doesn't even say my name in the article. Like, I think the eSports video was like, Twitch Council member speaks out of the... Guys, I was saying all this before the council. Look, I'm gonna say look, it after hold the on, council. hold on. This that none of this stuff has anything to do with the council. Nothing to do with you, and it's a hundred percent on Deserto or however the fuck you say their name and how they. No, this write is the articles. only one. This isn't the only one. I think people oh, like okay. to put Twitch council in the headlines because they know it's like you know the the drama thing right now. But just just for the record, I want to make sure it's super clear. I don't care about the council. I would be this loud <laughs> and doing all this stuff regardless. Like. My home is Twitch. My life is Twitch. My family is supported by Twitch. I don't want to go anywhere. I'm a Twitch signed person. It is in my interest for Twitch to become a better company. And I want to try to keep calling them out in an effort to make them become a better company. You viewers will have a better time here if this is a better company. Yeah. So so it doesn't, the council is just, it, that's just another way I'm trying to make Twitch a better place. But it, all this stuff I'm saying now has nothing to do with that. I'm going to keep being vocal about it as long as I need to, to hopefully, and I'm, and for the record, I'm not the only one doing this. There's lots of great streamers who stood up with Zico. XQC got his back as well. Um, there were a ton of people in the community that stepped up and were like, dude, like, let's, let's be loud about this. Like this stuff has to change. Yeah. And whenever people see this stuff, do just that. Don't, you don't have to be disrespectful. You don't have to say Twitch sucks down with Twitch, all that stuff. Just be like, yo, this is bad. Do better. Be the disappointed dad with me. There you Don't go. be the asshole keyboard warrior teenager who's trying to spill out all his angst on the internet. Be the person that's like, this sucks, do better. And then maybe even offer some ways to do better. But you know, like nothing's going to change if you just sit there and 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 scream and, and be angry and stuff like that. Divert that into something that can potentially be constructive. And then maybe, just maybe, things might get a little better. Life yep. advice. <laughs> well, and the, the thing I have, I've always liked about Yuko is... When you usually when you have a complaint, a legitimate complaint or or something that you see that needs changing, you actually offer solutions a lot of times. I think more people need to do that. I think people instead of like just bitching, like try and help maybe. Like I think more people should do that and that is the only time I'm going to compliment you for the rest of the day so enjoy it. There's that's a, that's <laughs> uh that's two green checks for the week, Zeke. Uh, just keeping the count. <laughs> We're not stopping. I would like to publicly announce that means I'm, I'm dealing with a PR I'm, nightmare I'm a here on Twitter. Like it's it's bad out there. <laughs> no, it's it's funny that you say that, Zeke, because when when I was growing up, uh, my my dad was a pretty stoic, serious guy, and um, there were many times when when he would say to me something pretty much along those lines: either you can try to fix something, or you can whine about it. Funny enough, the the fixing things is just a few extra words in this one. Yeah. You'll feel the same way. You'll still you'll still get that cathartic feeling of bitching about it. But I mean, you can either just be a whiner, a complainer, or you can be someone that's like, make it better. Because I used to whine and bitch all the time. I still do, but not always. And it's important to get that balance. Yeah. I think to play somewhat devil's advocate, it's, it's one of those things where uh, no one knows what the solution is because they're not even sure how the problem occurred in the first place. We also uh, don't know the inner workings of Twitch. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it uh, just one of those things where like it's been happening for so years, like something has got to change. Like it, it's it's not the first and 
sadly will not probably be the last. Uh, one of my favorite things when it comes to the comment section on LSF is on any of these band posts, the number one post in almost every single one of them is should have shown your asshole and just taken the three-day ban instead. And that to me is like <laughs> the best thing to come out of any of this. And, and, Cause yeah, like he I mean, got a bigger ban for that. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It's, a little crazy. <laughs> it's a little crazy. Uh, I'm just I'm just gonna write that down. I think that's a good that's good advice right there. Yeah. Zeke, what was it? Zeke's million dollar thing just got knocked down a little bit. And then, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's honestly like it's only a three day ban if it's first offense. Apparently, Zeke. So like, you should be on purpose though. Because I'm. Oh, dude, uh, uh, did you like... not see the clip? I, it was pretty much on purpose. All right, all right. <laughs> I don't know if. Well, I, Anyway, it's not like if the person slipped and was that. like, whoopsie, like, it's, uh, yeah, no, mine is going to have like fanfare and pageantry if it ever oh, happens. Oh, God, you mentioned that <laughs> right now, dude. Yeah. Oh, also, chats, uh, the, the stonks are losing a little bit of the Google SEO in the chat and uh, something else is gaining right now. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, that that's uh, that's a remarkable thing. So. We'll, we'll see what happens it, and well, we probably won't see anything that happens, but hopefully behind the scenes, there is like something because it, it, the fact that he went to his account manager and he's like, I don't know. That's not right, man. We've already said that, but it's worth restating. Like, and for the record, I'm sure it was, it was delivered in a much more good sense. But the, the issue is that he got banned off the platform. He went to the connection he had with Twitch and that connection not only couldn't tell him why, but told him to basically go somewhere else to attempt to get that information. Right. She then did and didn't get it. So it's just, it's a complete failure of communication, of process, of, of, of pretty much everything. Um, when you're talking about a platform that, that really does try to say, you can make a life on this. Right. Um, that, that's, that's, as, that's as nearly bad as it gets. And every streamer should be concerned about stuff like that. Yeah. And I, I think it, it's worth pointing out the, when we say account manager, that is someone that some streamers have from Twitch. It's yeah. not like our agency or anything like that, that some streamers have, uh, an account Isn't manager, is, par partner manager, partner manager. Is a, yes. Account manager, partner okay, okay. manager. Those are interchangeable. Okay. Um, okay. but Gosh. with that said, like remove the man, not every, there's no way you can have 20,000 partners or whatever crazy number on the platform now. Not everyone can have a direct report to go to. That Absolutely. has to be automated. Like you have to have, I don't know, a fucking appeal system. Like I know those things don't get made overnight, but it's been years oh, since these problems have, have been introduced. In. They do. That's the, and he and actually Zico used it, but it, and he has it automated it multiple times. I I think he talked about boilerplate responses a okay. lot of times. But no, the thing is though, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. There are twenty thousand partners. There's tons and tons and tons more of than that now. Yeah, yeah. more than that. A whole lot of more, and especially account affiliates. Yeah. But here's the thing. When you're a company like Twitch and you are talking about livelihood, there's no question there should be a team or a set amount of people whose job is to become the human interface between a banned streamer and Twitch. And all information should flow through that person. So that the so the streamers, no matter their size, it's not trust me, you're not gonna get like what hundred people banned a, a, a week. And even then you could schedule a time and have meetings and stuff. But there's no question that if somebody gets banned, they should have a name and a number and an email 
and you go to that person, and that person is the interface between that streamer and Twitch and get all the information they need and get all the information to Twitch they need. Like these processes should be elevated and like this stuff needs to get done, especially because we know Twitch makes mistakes. Yeah. Twitch knows Twitch makes mistakes. So they should be like, oh shit. Like, dude, we, we took six days of, of tips, of subs, of time that this guy could have made. Six days we just took from this guy. We're giving him nothing back. Twitch should be like, yo, this is bad. Like we need to do like this. The, the onus is on Twitch to figure out what needs to get done. So yeah, you shouldn't need to have a, a partner manager. And if you're a smaller streamer, or growing streamer, or hell, even some large streamers don't they, have partner just managers. Won't, yeah. There should be people floating positions at Twitch who, when someone is banned, they get assigned that person and they become the contact. Yeah. I, I think the... they're responsible for getting that person all the information they need. And that person most importantly knows there's somebody at Twitch listening and helping them. Yeah. I, I will say that is a, if, if said creation or if said position was created, whoever that person is, uh, needs the, the level of harassment that they would probably incur for being in said position. I don't know anyone who's dumb enough to sign up for that. <laughs> like, no, I mean, dude, they would, they would be the interim. They wouldn't be the one making the calls. It would just be the person who's interfacing between the people that are, which would probably never be named, and and the streamer, like that. That's it's just it's just an interface. See, you're knowing you can contact somebody for information. You're being level-headed. The internet does not give a fuck about that. They see a face, they get a they target. Don't use names. I, I, that's give, what give I'm saying. Numbers. All give it takes freaking is, numbers. All, all man, all I hate adjuster six twenty-seven. That guy's a dick. Oh all. man, it's, it doesn't matter. Like again, again, these are these are small things that could easily be rectified. The point is that there needs to be that level of connection. You can't have it just be a computer system. They don't, they, they, that's basically what they're doing now. And it's not working. It's just not working. Yeah. I don't, I, it's one of those things where like, I don't trust partners to not leak who that person would be. And I don't know who would sign up for that, uh, and incur all of that potential nonsense. The partner could never receive a name, just an email. Yeah, from a blank. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, th it would have to be done so well that, like, that's just, like, um, a faceless uh, void of just responses, and that's Dude, it. It wouldn't even need, it wouldn't, I mean, hell, I'll, I'll just say, it, even if it was a computer system, as long as it was accurate and returning the information that needs to be returned, like, that'd be fine. I just don't think a computer system could do that. Yeah, it's, but, it's too tough. You know, also, like, I, I, I think that people could, I think there'd be people that would step up. Because the thing is, is if you think about it, that position is, an, is a streamer advocate position. That streamer is somebody going, I want to help get this person back on as soon as possible if it's an issue. Or if they really did do something worthy of getting banned, then I want it. A good way to think about it is what's what's the position? Uh, it's like a parole officer. Where it's like, obviously, they are not the ones that did all the other stuff, but they're there to help those people get back on their feet. You know, they're, they're, they're definitely working for the for the cops and the legals and all that kind of stuff. But they're not the ones that are in the courtroom. They're not the ones that are that are arresting people. They're just there to help facilitate getting the situation worked out. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that uh, metaphor, if you will, until you factor in the fact that they're dealing with people with like multiple tens of millions of people that could attack them if they make the wrong call. Or if they make a call that they have to stand by on Twitch, even though if they don't agree with it and they make that call, then the death threats start coming. <laughs> I get it. All it takes is just like some simple thing, right? So 
I agree with everything you said, except for the fact that humans are shit most of the I time. I wish I could argue that you'd be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, social media is a nightmare. I wish I could. I wish yeah. I could. One of my favorite... I mean... Uh, one of my favorite things, uh, or one of my favorite comparisons over the years that I've made uh, as far as like Twitter and Twitch chat go, is that uh, as good as it gets, like, how, what is Twitch chat or what is Twitter like? Well, I think of a person... And I take away reason and accountability. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in a while. It's good. Yeah. 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 I, don't, I think the only thing we can all agree on 100% is that things need to change. 100%. Things need to get better. Whatever, However it does, whatever way, we can end the discussion and just say it's so overtly clear that things need to get better. Yep. Guys should never Be have been banned. Should never have been banned for how long he was. And the whole situation was numerous yeah. failures <laughs> that that example is a shining example of many many different failures yes um it, it could be a case study moving forward in terms of how not to do it so yeah 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 uh, no. uh speaking of things that twitch has done correctly uh they announced some new emote stuff yesterday i think uh, it's been something we've been asking for a long time yeah it's not fully there but it's definitely a step in the right direction um, Absolutely, and when I say not fully there, it doesn't cater to the four of us that switch emotes almost every game. So. Not yet. Not it yet. does specifically say in the article that it, the emote library is coming, and and I'm pretty sure that's exactly what we've been asking for. So yeah, and they did make it better. I mean, there's no question now that the uh, you can organize the the lists that you have, you can sort them. Um, they moved it to a, a better place on the dashboard, so. Yeah, this this thankfully is like a, a really really good change and a good step in the right direction for sure. Sorry, the website was for ants for a second. Yeah, it. Uh... <laughs> I knew Barry was gonna come through like with the API shit. Just what? every time something like this comes up. Oh, give us fucking Barry API. Barry in chat is like, you cowards, give us API. Well, <laughs> fucking great. I was talking to uh, someone at Twitch about this very thing yesterday. If they do allow like editors to function uh and, and manipulate the emote system for a lot of content creators at least the upper echelon uh it opens up a brand new kind of field of of potential jobs the the julias and the elus of the world could multiply and you could have people that are emote managers on twitch right like people that their sole purpose is to create emotes for these channels and uh put them in take out old ones put in new holiday emotes blah 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 like you could create an entire field uh, just from this very simple act uh, of content creation on Twitch and, and emote creation on Twitch. So hopefully it's sooner than later because um, I, I think it could be very, very cool. Um, and you'd start to see people, I think, experiment a lot more with uh, with emotes on Twitch rather than just kind of having, you know, the same set of whatever uh, year round. Um, I think a lot of streamers do change them for holidays, but apart from that, they stay somewhat stagnant uh, for the most part. So it will be good uh, whenever that comes yeah. around. I Being think able to have like a standard set that you can rotate in and out is going to yeah. save so much time. Oh, dude, I hundred percent, hundred percent. I after the uh, holidays, it was like, all right, you got sixty emotes. They're all like Christmas themed. I didn't, I just deleted, I just have like 30 emotes up now because <laughs> I didn't want to go, I didn't want to go through the process that takes like an hour. It's just like, let's drag this emote here and drag, oh shit, they're out of order. Let's fucking delete that set of three and put this one back. Yeah. So 
hopefully it comes out soon. Um, cause they, they were very, was that at the <laughs> end where they mentioned that? Uh, oh, and one last thing we have heard from the community that they want an emote library so creators can easily swap emotes in and out. It's too early to announce a date, but we're making that happen. So they didn't want to pin it to a timetable essentially is how that reads, but it will be good. Uh, whenever that comes out. Was there any other uh, news before we jump to a break and come back and talk video games? Probably. I don't know if there was any cyberpunk uh, or CD project red released cyberpunk 2077 modding tools. Uh, Cody, you know anything about the logistics of that or the, uh, yeah. okay. Were they, is that cause you just didn't read it or cause they didn't say, uh, I haven't read it. Okay. No. That's not, that wasn't accusatory or anything. Um, thanks. Thanks JP. Yeah, that's not like, were you prepared or not? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, I heard the mod tools came out. Uh, I'm ex very excited to see. Um, I, I think there's a lot of passion for Cyberpunk. And I think that, that CD Projekt Red is is even now still kind of waffling on how much support they're going to give it in terms of feature development. So I'm I'm very excited to see where that passion in the modding community is going to lead. I mean, we, we might see, this may be the kind of situation where the community saves the game. Fixes the game. <laughs> Let's be real. This might be the kind of situation where it's like, oh, hey, here's Cyberpunk. Okay, download police bounty system, AI life mod, real traffic mod. Like, you know, like the, it may be the kind of thing where they the major plugins are being designed and, and brought in by the community. So we'll see, man. We'll see. I know that I can't wait to see what they come up with. So be, you're much more familiar with mods, I think, uh, than I. When it comes to the creation of this stuff, is there can can they just say like thanks for making this and absorb it into the main game? Is uh, how does that work? Not generally. It kind of depends on like most of the time when you make mods for games. Um, if you're if it depends on like how the mods get to people and like if there's an official service it goes through. Um, most of the time, I think that the companies have to do some kind of licensing. Mm -hmm. um, but some companies go as far as like making people agree to EULAs uh, when they use the software and those EULAs may say things kind of like, you know, anything made by the software is ownership, blah, blah, blah. It, it all depends on the company and the situation. Yeah. Um, LDR, I have no idea how CDPR is going to do it. But I will say that if they were to pull any shady stuff with the mod community after all of this, <laughs> oh man, I could already see Talk it about taking your own grave, dude. Yeah. That would be, that would be something. That could, would be something. I could see mods like, you know, fixing some core element. And then the next day they're like, Hey guys, we've got a new patch for you. <laughs> we fixed uh, a lot of stuff. Actually. I don't know. We crunched like a motherfucker. Did, and uh, here we go. <laughs> did Skyrim do that? One of the more well-known ones is like Dota defense of the ancients map. Um, there was like a huge deal with that. It became madly popular. And then there was like all sorts of issues with the creator and stuff. So, I mean, it, it, it can yeah. happen. But there's okay. companies like Steam, you know, have like mod marketplaces and things. So right. it, there's different ways to go about it and different ways to handle it. Yeah. Yeah. I was just wondering, like, if if uh, any companies out there, like, opened up the doors for mods and then they're like, they did exactly what you said. Like, like oh, texture mod. That's a great one. I mean, everybody loves that. Bethesda did Let's have. Let's make it official. Bethesda did have, like, <clears throat> a weird thing where didn't they like absorb have paid mods or something like that uh, uh for fallout 4 or some wasn't there some like weird issue with bethesda and it was and it was failed i remember that 
It was a Fallout store. Yeah. Okay. Chat, chat's saying they did. I don't remember anything Creation of that. Creation Club, right? Okay. Got it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, that apparently did not turn out that well. So, mm. yeah. Um, well, you know, I, honestly, like, speaking of mods, just real quick, I like the way that um, Red Hook, the people who made Darkest Dungeon, how they mm. do it. Like, every week they, like, promote one. They're like, here's our mod of the week. Like, new character or new dungeon or, like, new challenge or whatever like that. They just promote it that way. It's not necessarily official, but they definitely, like, promote it from their account. Yeah. Yeah. That's a smart man to handle it for sure. Um, yep. <laughs> mod of the week. <laughs> nice. Well done. That was a good you, voice Even though you fucked me on Twitter. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. You get banned for that. Keep making all I the enemies. My, I, I issued my statement, so we're. I think we're okay. Good. We'll read your statement. I'll make sure your statement is read on air during the break. We have the people to do that. Uh, Gabe Newell was out there. I didn't read the full article, uh, but some class, some very fun quotes came from it, uh, such as Gabe Newell says, "Brain tech is better than quote meat peripherals." Peripherals. There you go. As I butchered that word um there's also uh he says that valve has more games in development and they're waiting to be announced i think i also saw a quote come from this uh saying that they were surprised at like how well alex did and that they have kind of shifted to more single player stuff uh potentially in terms of what they're working on so seems uh all very good uh for valve fans out there we'll see how it goes um the article where was the actual article with the verge or did he just get... i think it was the verge or maybe ign uh because he said a bunch of different things uh valves gave noel imagine quote editing personalities with future headsets uh and also uh says <coughs> that he has big plans for brain computer interfaces in gaming so i feel like gabe just did a bunch of ayahuasca and he like did some interviews afterwards <laughs> that's where we're going i mean that barefoot <laughs> shit is like just <laughs> Straight up showing just like he's like fucking relaxing. And he's like, hey man, we're all just vibrations, dude. Like, listen. <laughs> I, I mean, that. have you have you do you, I mean, do you know what goes inside a goes on inside a cell? Like a quarks, like you know, gluons and stuff. Like, man, it's wild. <laughs> oh god. It's it's probably true. He's been hanging out with Elon. Yeah, that's correct, chat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're gonna see him next time. Joe Rogan smoking a doobie, having an interview. <laughs> Yeah, the stock can't drop, though, because, you know, Valve's still private, so it'll work out in his favor this time. Um, is there anything else? I'm just scanning through this type of stuff. Uh, not necessarily news. I was kind of shocked by this, though. That uh, EA Battlefront thing that they ran with Epic, um, I think that was about a week long. I think it just wrapped up. We could download Star Wars Battlefront 2 for free from the Epic Game Store. Clocked in at 19 million players downloaded and played that game for free over that week which is a lot of people um, jumping back into that game. So that's kind of crazy. To uh, see. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I missed, I missed the game. What game? Battlefront 2. Star Wars Battlefront oh, okay. 2. Oh, wow. Okay. 19 million people played it. Yeah. Who knows how many actually like jumped in and played uh, and how many concurrent that was. They PR will usually go with the biggest number, even though it doesn't reflect the actual situation, blah, blah, blah. Um, but we'll see. Speaking of big PR numbers, uh, Deep Rock Galactic has sold more than 2 million copies across all platforms. Have either of you played that? I've seen like Strippin' and them jump into it, but it seems like a pretty fun time. I, I don't know. Is it actually like out or is it early access? 
This is where I stare at chat and wait to make you think <laughs> I'm. It is out. It's out. Uh, I'm sources. remembering <laughs> it's out. I can confirm the game is is actually out. So, yeah. Oh, then I I completely forgot about that uh, Resident Evil uh, Village trailer. Did you guys watch that? Did you, either of you or did Co? Zeke, you still don't have a PS5, right? You have no, I don't. Okay, no. Co, did you play the demo at all? The Maiden demo. I did not play the demo, okay. but I I hung out in your channel while you were watching the uh, the the graphics presentation. Yeah, everything. Not the actual. I don't. Have you played the demo yet? Oh, good point. Um, yeah. So, oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm sorry. Had a moment yeah. there. Seemed a moment. Um, I was, no, I was I, wait for your brain to click. Yeah. I was actually going to play the demo, but then uh, some folks in my community said that it's basically just a tech demo. Like it's not, it's not really much of anything. So I might just save it and wait for the game to come out because I am definitely playing this game when it comes out. Everything from from what I've seen makes it look pretty damn awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of where I am right now. I'm I'm just looking forward to playing it uh i should have pulled up the trailer for it zeke have you seen that yet did you see any of the footage i haven't no no i just i've seen the the um the madness going on like just minor madness about how like the super tall busty lady in the in the video is like everybody's like oh my god step on me and all that all that stuff internet loves I'm two like, things zeke. dude super tall women are pretty bomb i'll tell you that internet loves two things one money and stonks and yep. two, whatever the next latest and greatest thing is to be horny about in video games. And that's currently the tall woman in um, Resident yep. Evil Village. So, yep. Yeah. Uh, it is a very, very pretty looking game, though. Um, here's some of the Stomps and stonks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> stonks and stomps. It's very good. Yeah. The, the lighting in this is uh, phenomenal. I don't know why the screen just went black. But, like, even, even like in this scene, the facial uh motion capture is incredible looking um really really high fidelity stuff for this game almost it, as good as remothered <laughs> you gotta saying a lot man you gotta wait for the giant wheelchair to fly through the door here pretty soon it's coming up in the trailer but yeah it looks good uh i think this is coming out in march 19th what is the date it is god damn it May is is what uh, sources are telling me. May seventh, chat's faster than I can than the web page will fucking load. <laughs> so yeah, May seventh is when that game will be coming out. Um, yeah, it looks really good. It's really pretty. Demo's out now if you have a PS five, uh, but it is like Co said, very. I think it's shorter than like fifteen minutes, and it's mostly a graphical demo, um, and you do not play the same character that you play in uh, the main game. Um, and I don't know if there's any relationship to uh, the main game at all, apart from just how it looks. So, 100% that statue's going to bleed, by the way. There will be blood coming out of that porcelain mask mouth, without question. Calling it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyways, we're due for a break. we got to come back and talk about the games we've been playing. Mm -hmm. uh, more PoE for me. Coz jumped into a bunch of stuff. Hitman 3. Uh, Neo 2 on PC. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and Zeke's been doing some more Ramalama Ding Dong in the CD. There you go. CD yeah. Ramathon. So <laughs> we'll hear all about that and more right after this uh, quick break. See you guys in about five or six minutes.
Welcome back, everyone. Going to the second part here, dropped frames. My part of this section will be quick. I played more PoE. That's it. That's I, I didn't play anything else. Put 120 hours oh. into the league or something so far. And I saw your uh, your tweets about like not getting any exalted, and I'm I. I have no idea what I'm saying, but you not you didn't you didn't get an exalted, and then Poe tweeted something back at you, and then like two hours later you got one or something. Uh, it was effect. Last night was the first night since the 16th that I did not play Poe or was not intending to play Poe, and then Poe tweeted at me and said like, "But you could, because then you're gonna get like an exalted drop or something." I forgot what their exact meme was. Uh, so then I was like, "Fuck, I guess I'll play Poe." Uh, so I jumped in and did like 30 minutes of PoE and Exalt dropped. And that's what that that tweet was about. Exalts are, uh, I would say, decently rare, um, and they're worth currency in the. Uh, they're worth like 80 chaos right now. If that means anything to you. Um, yeah. Do they? The chaos is the is money basically. Chaos um, is like the dollar. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, exalted. Like does exalted have a function? Uh, yeah. In the game, it'll slam a new uh, affix to an item. So an item, oh, okay. oh, oh God. item can have up to six affixes, uh, three prefix, three suffixes. And so if you have sure. two and one, or uh, a better thing is three and two, you can exalt slam it so that you can uh, get a new affix of random variety uh, to it that is not already in use on the item. Sure. It can make a good item perfect kind of a thing. Uh, Yeah, better, perfect. Yeah, those better. are applicable words. Yeah. yeah. So it's a good league uh i i have reached kind of i guess the end game and and not even like the ultra end game yet there's still some stuff that i just haven't seen yet don't seen the maven fight uh because i haven't been you have to be like she has to drop an invitation to fight her uh, and that has not happened yet um but i will probably end up doing that uh you didn't see us yeah yeah i did uh i did <laughs> i did did it uh um i did do it uh in the stocks Jesus. I did do Awakener 8 uh, three days or four days ago. I've killed him probably three or four times now. What's that uh, mean exactly? So in the center of your atlas, there's a Awakener level. And depending on how many watchstones you have socketed, um, the watchstone levels up to starting at like A2 or A3 um, can go all the way up to A8. And so that means that you have all of the watchstones that you can obtain um, for all of your maps. And so that's the highest. I think there's also an Awakener 9. I don't know where that comes from. I haven't gotten to that point yet. Um, but yeah, it's good. My build's kind of the inverse of yours, Cove, because you have a shit ton of defense and your offense is pretty good. I have an okay amount of defense and an absurd amount of offense. So it works. There's a little I, bit of a trade-off. So. Yeah, I can, I can safely say that this has been my favorite League of Path of Exile pretty much ever. Like it, it's, it's kind of how, when I first played, I was told that 3.0 was kind of like the slow creeping amount of features they've been adding where it all just kind of came together and it made something really special. I feel that's kind of like what echoes of the Atlas is because this is one of the first times in the map end game that I constantly feel like I'm making progress. Mm. And as you know, over the years, like I almost always putter out in 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 the maps like between tier five and tier 15 like i almost always just kind of run out of stuff to do i, I just kind of stop i run out of steam yeah but in this one i mean now we have the conquerors to do 
We've got the Maven stuff constantly adding passives. Um, I swear they've upped map drop rate. It's like I am getting maps left and right all over the place. I um, so I'm like I'm never in those situations where I feel like I don't have a map to do. Like I always have options, uh, which is super cool. Um, the I mean it's it. The, I'm loving my build. The 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 ritual stuff is just phenomenal. Like um, man, it is it is a very very good league. Yeah, I I think th there's definitely something to be said about Poe and like um, the time invested in it will this sounds rather stupid to say but like the way that you excel at poe is by putting time into it and i feel like in the past leagues you had mentioned you kind of dropped off the reason that you're you said you're seeing so many more maps now is as you get map uh completion on the atlas it actually increases your chance to get a higher tier of map dropping yeah. um so you've just kind of like pushed past whatever that barrier was in the past well um and then you're just more, seeing more, more importantly that that's the thing like the carrot on the stick is now there yeah. to push that because like the fact that you know the conqueror stuff is constantly giving like little goals to attain the maven fights which are all over the place you're kind of like oh i need to do stuff in this zone in this zone in this zone you know then you have the um like all the little stuff on top of that also the the talking about older features coming together the new master system super cool like this is one of the first times I felt like that the Atlas really shows off the new master system for for casual players like myself. Mm. Um, it's just it's one of those leagues where everything kind of comes together and shines. The new harvest changes are great. Um, yeah, like like because I remember reading about harvest and being like, man, that sounds like a lot to have to do. I feel like honestly, the next thing up for for GGG is probably in some way refining heist. Like I've I've been yeah. watching a lot more PoE streamers recently, and it seems to be a rather general consensus that heist needs some work. It needs it needs what they did to harvest, where it, instead of it becoming like this kind of big time sink that is off the beaten path, they need to do something to make heist kind of like right down the middle, more intuitive and a little bit more streamlined. I heist has insane rewards if you take yeah. the time to do it. I have like not run a. I have not run a singular heist this league because I hate the system. Um, so it does need some sort of like refining, uh, I think, to make it uh, more and not necessarily enticing because like the loot can be and is insane that comes from there. I just don't. The idea of like sneaking into a, a building and like killing mobs and like stealing the items from it. I just want to jump into a map, do exactly what I'm doing here and not think and pick up some items on the ground. <laughs> like the second that you actually put some thought into the process, I'm like, yeah, I don't, uh, I'm not into that. That's too much work. Um, Cause here I can just tune the fuck out and get my slouch on and just, you know, live in that well, game in a lot of ways. I, I think there's a medium. I, I and there like, be, I, yeah. I think there'd be a way where like heist could pop up like an event in a map. And, you know, like the person could show up and be like, hey, I have this contract, want to do it? And then the contract could be just something that you kind of beginning to end super quick and then you pop back up in the map. Yeah. There's some way to make it so, again, it's, it's a lot less more you have to go find it. And it's a lot more like right in front of you. And it's like, yo, this is quick, this is easy, and this, this is fun. Instead of like, go do a bunch of work <laughs> to get to this stuff that you might want to do for loot that you'll probably get doing the maps, even though you get a lot more of it, you're going to get, you know, you'll be fine if you just stick to the maps. Yeah. So yeah, I, I kind of agree. I've, I've tried a few times to start high, uh, start doing high stuff. I just keep coming back to the same thing where it's like, I'd rather do other stuff. Like I, I don't have a huge amount of time to play and I, and I'd rather spend it doing the stuff I know I really like 
then just a better chance to get loot. Yep. For me, that's that's how I know when I'm starting to um, lose interest is a strong word. When I'm starting to wane off of the grind, when I see uh, like something in the map and it's like, I don't know if I want to go do that Zena mission or I don't know if I want to go do that Beyond thing. Uh, that's that's usually either when I've hit burnout or when it's just like I need to take a day or two and not play. Uh, and I definitely found myself like reaching that. But that's, you know, that's after 120, 130 hours in the game since the 16th. Like that's an absurd amount of playtime. Um, so it's not that it's bad. It's just I've played way too much of it. <laughs> and I kind of want to check out some other stuff. So, yeah, it is the best league by far they've ever put out. Um, we've had, uh, I think you can probably attest to this too, um, but in, in my channel and in my global, we've had so many new people jump in uh, and I've had so many people stop by the channel saying like, hey, thanks for you know, showing me this game. I'm now super addicted and I don't want to do anything else with my time and play PoE. And yeah, that's awesome. It's always fun when, when people can jump in and kind of experience that same thing that you've been experiencing for years now. Um, and so it, it seems like, They've done right. The month off did well for the game. Um, and now they just got to keep all those people around in, uh, I guess, April, whenever they do the next expansion. That'll be the big test. Um, in triple guild sizes. <laughs> do you have it? Do you use a global? A global fixes yeah. that. Like, I, I mean, well, we do. We do. But yeah. I'd, I'd still love to be able to, because you do, you really have no control over a global. So, it, you know, it, yeah, it guilds true. are a little more. Like the guild stash is super cool. Like we have a really active guild stash. My leader goes through it daily and like cycles things through. Every tab is used and all that stuff. So there's just there's just a few things guilds kind of add in that I'd love to get more people access to. That's true. Very little moderation ability in a in a global channel. Um, that's kind of just like a. Oh, and sometimes our global's full. Apparently. Oh, I guess that yeah, that is true. A global can hit a peak. Um, that happens in like some of the other bigger trade channels as well. Uh, like 820 or whatever. Um, so that makes sense. Anyways, that's POA. Zeke, jump back into the show. Welcome back. What have you been doing? <laughs> <What? minutes. laughs> I'm sorry. Did you buy some more songs? Yeah. <laughs> I'm having an argument in my chat. I keep trying, man. I keep trying to figure out where they uh, allow you to just put in Bob Mont Montana Bob's bank in the, yep. the Robinhood app. Uh, do you have the app on your phone? I do, if but you, I, I can do it on the internet, I'm sure. Yeah, but it for me, it worked on my phone and not on the desktop client. You have to like... I can't find a place to, to like, they don't... There's a search bar, but it, it can't, it doesn't. Yeah, try, try that on, Bob's in my not in there. Try that on a phone and then it should manually let you enter your routing and account information and uh, why are we talking I did, about I, this? Okay, it doesn't yeah. matter. Anyway. <laughs> uh, hey, did you get that PC Video built? Game. Yeah, did, did you finish your PC build from last week? Are you going back for round three? Five? No, uh, the one of the one <laughs> of the still bold. She just won't stop. <laughs> no, one of the one of the things about um, uh, living with a pot smoking artist is sometimes <laughs> they get in the zone. Okay, like art wise, and I'm serious. Like this happens. Like she was making something on her iPad, like uh, you know, uh, some graphic she was making. And uh, I was like, "Hey, babe, hey, you wanna you wanna come build a PC?" And she's like, "I'm really like I'm into this right now." And I'm like, "Okay, no problem." But that's like it's totally cool with me. Like it's it's not like a set thing. It's like yeah. it's it's a it's a malleable date uh, time thing. It's if we feel like it, kind of a thing after drop frames. 
Sure. Uh, and she was she was really feeling what she was doing, and more power to her. But uh, so, like, as far as that goes, tentatively, we'll be doing it after the show today. But we'll see. We'll All see right. how she. What, that, what would be the name of that? What would be the name of that voice you just used? Is that the actual voice? Is that like the 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 Lovey Zeke voice? Oh, it's yeah, it's our joking voice. We do we do a jokey like cutesy voice to each other a lot. Um, like it's I think it's mimicking people we've heard in the past or movies or something where you know you meekly ask for whatever. Wow, meekly. It's not uh, SAT word yeah. over here, Jesus. Co, I think he's too <laughs> fucking elite for us over here this fucking coastal liver i'm telling you man man. all front dude i am uh i i'm in mensa i just want to let you guys know all front i'm actually really smart um america (laughs) right there the psychotron oh yeah that's right i forgot we played that before alice that's right yeah what uh oh so this sounds like this is gonna be a winner what's uh (laughs) what's the psychotron uh, the Psychotron is a game. Oh God, what year is it from? I want to say 1994. Yep, that's what the title says. 1994. Okay, good. Okay. Um, yeah. So Psychotron is a point-and-click. Uh, it has FMV elements in it, but not. No, it's not a ton. Like it's not. It was only on one disc, so I was like, there can't be that much, like in this game. And there's really not. There's not a whole lot in the game. Um, it's it's relatively short. One broadcast, uh, we were able to uh, to finish it and stuff. But uh, the the acting in it is is so good. It's superb. Uh, the, the the voice the, the voice uh, line or the excuse me the dialogue the script that was written is is just it's perfectly just nineties camp. Like taken way too seriously uh, for what the lines were actually saying and stuff. But uh, the the premise of this game, the Psychotron, is uh, there is this mind control thing, device, uh, that is was being worked on by both the uh, Americans and the Russians. Um, and the Russians perfected it. And uh, we were trying to steal that technology. Uh, long story short, there's a plane crash. We had to go to the plane crash to see if the technology survived the crash and uh, if there were any like actual living survivors of the crash. And uh, we ended up not finding it there, but we found this fucking hillbilly family. I don't know if you can. It's, what the it's, fuck my, you is might this not... game about? What, the, what did you just say? <laughs> I'm trying to follow. Yeah, like there's a, there's a mind control POV device. Is like for you when we talk? <laughs> Am I, am I going too fast? Okay. So <laughs> let me just sum right, it up let's, for you. Let's start off. There is scientists, both American and Russian, working on a similar device. Okay. A mind control device called the Psychotron. Okay. Now, the Russians perfected it before the Americans did. Okay. okay. So we went to steal it, right? As we do. There was a the uh, uh, a plane carrying the psychotron to America from Russia crashed. I think is how it went. Um, and crashed in this very like rural part of America somewhere. I don't remember where it was. Montana. But it crashed. It crashed into a fucking barn. And the graphic for it 
is just a it looked like someone just like put two pieces of clip art like a clip art barn and a clip art jet engine like or, or fuselage and like just put it on top of each other because there's no like crash or like fire or anything it just looks like like one asset was put on top of another asset and it's great beautiful um but on this farm you ask the family who owned the farm uh oh, about like hey, did you, okay. yes exactly did you see anything did anyone survive the crash and it's like they're super like well I, oh for no reason the father figure of the farm uh has some sort of delusion that he was in world war ii but we don't know why there's it's never explained it's just a character trait that he has okay he's mad he, he, he hurt his leg Oh, I got the notebook cam out, writing stuff down. Um, he hurt his leg in World War II, and that's just part of his character. All right, we're now in World War II. I hurt the old needs. Like, this has nothing to do with the story. So you have to talk to them and figure out, like, uh, what happened, who survived, and shit like that. And then you gather those clues, and once you have the right clue that you need, the game, like, teleports you back to the CIA station, where you're, the CIA director talks to you, and he's like, Ah, you found the you found the clue. I guess you're headed to uh, you know, Bloody Blob, Virginia. And then you the next scene takes place in Bloody Blob, Virginia. Hmm. And uh that's I mean that's the, the you walk around, do these things, uh click on um certain items. You can there's there's minor like light puzzle elements in the game. Um nothing too brain busting, I guess. But it's you beat it. The, the the joy of it is yeah I beat it. The joy of the game is not um, the actual game itself. It's just exploring everything. Like you'll like here you go. This is the this is where I find the underground base that was built by the that was built by the mafia. There's a scene where the, the mafia is in this too. By the way. Oh okay all right. Yeah. Uh, they were mind controlled by Russian scientists to build an underground science lab. And this is the underground science lab. Three rooms. That's the psychotron, by the way. It's a fan. It looks like a giant <laughs> fan heat lamp thing. Okay. All right. And you have to punch in the right code that you've gotten previously to make it work. Um, what does it do? Mind controls. It does, it does mind control. It can do uh, a single person and then... When you get to the, the underground science lab, you re- you find out that it could work on mass, like a mass uh, of people. So it becomes super valuable. And uh, one of the one of oh the president of the United States wants to take it to Russia to quell an uprising there. Zeke, is this the basis of QAnon? Is that are you being yes. recruited? I am not even kidding you. This sounds like that. Yes. Okay. It really does. Is, is this QAnon's like battleship? What is it? Battleship Earth or whatever that thing was that R- Hubbard wrote for the Scientologists? Is is this that for QAnon? I think so. Yep. I think Zeke is Q. The final thing, though, it's really fun. The final, how you beat the game. You want to know how? You know, want to know how fun it is? When you beat the game, or how you beat the game, you answer a quiz about what happened in the game. So the, the CIA director goes, all right, it seems like you got all the clues. Now tell me what happened. And then you'll pick you'll pick some like the president or who was the culprit? It'll say at the top. You go, the president. Oh, if you fast forward to the end, you'll see it. 
because I had to, it, it took a ways. It took a while to do it because I was barely paying attention to the story. This is it. Yeah. 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 Do you think, what do you think the president will do next? Defect to Russia, act like a hero. And then if you get it wrong, the guy's like, are you sure about that? I don't think that's correct at all. <laughs> Maybe you should get your facts straight and come back. And that was so heartbreaking because you had to go reload a game and go through a fucking cinematic every time you got it wrong Dude, that... and go back again. It was a pain in the ass. I'll be real honest. Getting over it was tough. That sounds like a nightmare when it comes to streaming a game and then being quizzed about the story as a streamer at the end of it. <laughs> I would... Yeah. That would not go well. Is, chat would have to chat take the, You should have just kept on repeating. Yes. Just left and, and just had chat take the test. Exactly. Over no, and over and over. After, no, that's the thing. After I, I got a couple of them wrong, I was like, all right, chat. <laughs> they didn't know either. <laughs> they had no fucking clue. None uh, of us were paying attention to the story, I don't think. Because I would ask and sit there and go like. Is this the mafia? No one. No. Yes, the two guys behind him are the mafia. <laughs> this guy in front that the president is uh oh yeah 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 no that is the president that's rich uh, richard marks i'm not kidding you is the name of the president and he's with the mafia yep man what a game yep what a game hell of a game hell of a game but yeah you're witnessing if you don't want any spoilers yeah i'll, I'll cut away for spoiler purposes you're witnessing the, the end <laughs> this is the end of the game okay. all right yeah watch the vod it's a good vod there you go uh now for something completely different uh american mcgee's alice didn't they make a second one of these as well oh, let's go to co first oh okay can we go to can we, can we split mine up yeah no we'll give you some uh some room to breathe here uh neo 2 pc co that, that should be short ish more yeah, neo uh, on the pc neo 2 pc it's it's beautiful runs in 1440 at 120 um it is it is gorgeous it runs well everything is awesome um there are some bugs really that i'm kind of hoping we're going to see in the first day one patch like for instance if you alt tab out of it it hard locks your entire computer whoa that's fun uh like like you can't do anything it, it won't bring up the task manager uh no nothing works i you have to actually like hold down the power button um also the mouse gets stuck on the screen even if you're playing on on controller not a big deal you can just move the mouse off this you just set it to keyboard only in the commands but you can still use your controller and then just move the mouse off the screen if you don't do that then it stays stuck in the middle of the screen which is kind of distracting um and, and it has good. frozen a couple times like there was it, it just like froze and quit a couple times but i mean a couple times out of like nine hours so it's, it's not too bad but the thing is is when it works it's awesome like it's neo 2 at like 120 frames it's gorgeous it, it everything is super super crisp uh, everything is uh, is really uh, tight uh, for the comp from the combat perspective and everything. I'm using the new split staff weapon, which is a huge amount of fun. How is that? I, um, I never used it when I played the DLC. Yeah, the, the new weapons are there. There's the switch. I, I want to call it the switch scythe. Okay. Um, the one that is like a scythe and a blade, and it can and the different stances make it like an actual different weapon. Then there is the split staff, which is what I'm using, and it's essentially a staff, but it has like uh, chains on the inside, so it can kind of come become like nunchucks and all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, if you hold down the button instead of just use them. And then the last weapon is the fist weapon, which I've heard is extremely cool. It turns you into basically like a ninja thing. You get like kicks and all sorts of fun stuff. Hmm. So, uh, and I've heard they're also very powerful as well. They're they're like a, a key this destruction weapon. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's three new DLCs. It's all in one package. It is probably worth another playthrough if you're a Neo fan. 
um, just for the DLCs alone. Uh, right now, it comes out February 5th, and streamers can stream pretty much all of it except the final boss of the third DLC. I'm not sure why. I haven't done the DLCs. I thought they were all released, but I guess not. Um, mm. And then, uh, yeah, it's been it's been great. Outside of, like, basically, you open it. Oh, Switch Glaive. Thank you. It's called Switch Glaive, not Switch Glaive. Um, you open it. You make sure not to tab out. And as long as you get into the game, you just move the mouse out of the way, and then it's basically amazing. Um, I have already been told by the devs who provided me my early key, for the record, uh, that they are expecting an early patch. They're working hard to kind of get this day stuff fixed, stuff. and the game isn't due out for like another week, so hopefully we'll see a day one patch that gets rid of these issues. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, what What are the stats here for the Switch staff? The Switch staff is mostly a magic weapon, so I'm kind of going pretty heavy into magic this run. Um, I learned my last run the benefits of of some of the high-end magic stuff some really really powerful magic stuff so i'm kind of i'm kind of doing like 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 my last build with a magic focus a little bit of ninjutsu gonna so i can get my quick change scrolls and uh then pretty much gonna get like strength for uh, stamina for heavy armor and things like that yeah that that was the path i went down uh the in the first time which i did not enjoy for the respect yeah. yeah and then i respect you may want to try fists man I, I bet you'd really like fists they look they look good they apparently feel great and uh, I don't remember, chat maybe can help me out with the uh, the stats of the fist, but I think they're like skill and strength or something. So it'll be fun. I want to say they nerfed the, whatever, the the, the sword that I used. Someone was right. saying that that ended up getting a nerf uh, in Odachi? one of the DLCs. Yeah, the Odachi apparently got a nerf. I don't know if that's If it got a nerf, I think it's still probably amazing. Odachi is, is still kind of like the go-to. It's, yeah. It's the big, not only does it do high damage, but it also does high key. It's kind of like, it's kind it's of good, good overall. <laughs> it's kind of good. Strength with light mid armor is is fist, so that could be really cool. Kind of like a, a dodgy high high damage playthrough. Yeah, roguey. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. I, here, I, this is my favorite character in the game, Aquaman. Here, Japanese yeah, Aquaman. <laughs> he's pretty, pretty great. It's pretty silly. It's pretty silly. Yeah. Uh, are you are you playing it through to completion? Uh, my plan right now is to just kind of play it casually since I've already. That guy. Oh, I love Tengu. The first Tengu book of Tengu so just suck. Yeah, they suck. Yeah, the problem. The problem is I've been using this ability that uses all of my anima. So, and then I promptly forget that I don't have the anima block. So I'll be sitting there spamming the anima block against a red skill and not <laughs> basically standing there doing nothing. Yeah. Um, but no, the um, <clears throat> the playthrough right now, I'm I'm really enjoying it. It's so nice playing it at 120. Like it feels so good. So I'm probably going to keep playing at least to do the DLCs. So I'll probably do a full run and do the DLCs as well. Okay. Um, but I'm just kind of playing it casually. It'll be between other games. I, I'm still, you know, playing Path of Exile. And I've got the Medium tomorrow and a bunch of other stuff coming down the pipeline that I want to do as well. So, yeah, I'm just going to be doing it here and there. Maybe even do some of the cozy stream in the evenings. And while well, I'm having fun, cool. it's great so far. Yeah, more Neo or more Neo too. The, they're putting out like the complete neo thing right where it comes with like neo one all the dlcs and neo two and all the dlcs that's also something that's launching oh i'm not entirely sure about that okay i know that the pc version is is a complete so i'm pretty sure that it just comes with all the dlc and stuff i don't think you have to buy the dlc ever. okay uh apparently that's on ps5 <clears throat> i don't know if that's i guess pc is complete as well so um what have you heard about the medium by the way not to jump away too quick but I saw that it was kind of short, or I think uh, some of the reviews I said that it wasn't worth fifty bucks, but it's still worth playing, or something like that. Have you yeah, heard anything? I still have mentioned that. I, I saw that tweet. Um, it's I don't know what to think about it. I'm hearing there's performance issues, and oh. that it's short. 
So I, I don't, I don't really know. I'm looking forward to trying it tomorrow, but I'm kind of going in with a bit of a, a cockeye here. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what to expect. Yeah. Cause I, I didn't see skill up say that. So then that's two people uh, saying the same things, which yeah, I guess we'll see. Let me see real quick. If what, what, um, the medium is an uneven, but ultimately enjoyable experience. I recommend it. It supports real time ray tracing. If you're looking to upgrade your PC to support ne Oh, that's the ad part. Ignore that. Um, but, but yeah, so, so the medium is an uneven but ultimately enjoyable experience. Okay. Uh, add. Yeah, someone in your chat says the medium uh, cannot run at constant 60 FPS on an RTX 3080, even at 1080p uh, high. On a 3080? RT off. I wonder if that uh, NVIDIA did put out some drivers for it yesterday. So I do wonder. Oh, yeah, that's right. I do wonder if that uh, will help because uh, they usually do but we'll mm -hmm. we'll hear uh back on it next week when you uh touch base with it yep i'm gonna be playing it tomorrow at 8 a.m for anyone that wants to check it out cool uh zeke would you like <clears throat> to talk about american mcgee's alice i would love to okay how is um it? i i think i remember seeing this game when it first came out uh and i think maybe the second one because it was uh they were able to iterate on the, the game a lot more. And it was, I remember it being better. So how, how's the first one? It's fantastic. It, it is really good. Like there are certain graphic, obviously you can see like certain graphical things, but man, this game is really well done. Uh, the, the, there are a couple of things that really, uh, you just kind of have to have to accept because of this game came out in 2000. So it's 21 years old. So the, the, the technology's come a long way since then. But uh, the get, the, get the, the, the kind of bad things out of the way. Okay. One, obviously the graphics. Like, they did an amazing job of what they had, though. I'll say that. Um, everything looks, like, as good as they could for the time. Um, the other thing is the controls. <sighs> Platforming is floaty and slidey meaning like you like if you're jumping from like a rock to another rock to another rock like you'll jump on that rock and then you'll slightly move forward just a scotch <laughs> it's not like jump stop it's like jumping just a little bit which has fucked me a lot of times throughout the playthrough sure uh, just falling into lava or into the void and, and stuff like that um there's also um a uh, uh, jump delay, but it's not like an input delay. I, I I've said I said that a lot throughout the broadcast. It's like input delay, but it's not input delay. It's Alice crouches and then jumps. So it's not like it's an animation. Yeah. Exactly. There's not. It's not like jump right away. It's jump. You know, like like half like third of a second after you hit the jump button. But it's very noticeable sometimes, especially when you are facing bosses and. <laughs> platforming is super important to nail uh yeah, because the bosses are right. i played on nightmare difficulty by the way which was a challenge it was definitely was a, a a nice challenge but it wasn't uh it wasn't like impossible it wasn't insane it never felt like undoable to me uh just made meant that a couple of bosses took a little bit longer uh they were damaged spongy a little bit but all in all man fucking fantastic game i had a blast playing it uh, the music is like stellar. The mm. the way they create the environment 
with the music and the sounds and all that stuff, man, it matches and it fits so, so well. Um, the voice acting as well is super, like really, really good. Uh, the way they do, like Alice's voice is great. The, the Hatter, the, uh, the Cheshire Cat, like all of it is very, very good. Um, and I would like, even with all that stuff, like I had a, a ton of fun with it and uh, it holds up. Yeah. I would say this one holds up and you can play it today and have a blast with it. Um, the uh, the weapon variety, like I, I wasn't expecting like it to have like really like strategic weapon variety shit. But like there's like eight weapons or nine weapons that you can pick from that you pick up throughout the game. Um, like you have the your knife, which is the vorpal uh, vorpal sword, vorpal blade. Uh, you have uh, a croquet, like the the dodo croquet mallet. You have that. You have uh, dice um, that. Man, they're really they're RNG. Like you throw them, you're like <laughs> nothing happens a lot of times. You're like God fucking damn it! But they summon like you roll the dice and they summon like creatures, and you get upgrades for these weapons throughout the throughout the game. So you'll be walking along and you say like, oh, I already. Like, I didn't know that. And I was like, I already picked up the dice. Maybe the dice are there just in case you missed them in the last level. No, actually, they upgrade your, like, every time you pick up the same thing, it upgrades it. I think up to three times as as much as I've seen. But, like, the dice in particular, uh, the first time you get them, you roll them. They, if you get a summon, it's always the same. It's like a little imp that shoots electricity. And then you pick up the upgrade, and you can you get either the imp or, like, a... Um, uh, a naga, a human with a snake body, yep. that like breathe, that throws fireballs and stuff. Uh, so you get either or, and then you put the third upgrade. You get like this, like, um, like griffin ish with the with no back, uh, no uh, four legs or back legs. It's just a bipedal griffin. Huh. It looks okay. like. Um, and uh. Yeah, so the upgrades is as you go along and you get, uh, there's nine of them you can pick from. And a lot of them, like, work on, like, you you find yourself switching quite a bit. There are certain ones that seem, like, OP right away, but in certain situations, you're like, oh, this would work best. And you like, it clicks for you, like, oh, shit, that does work. Very well done. The gameplay is, is you know, minus the, the platforming and the jump delay or whatever, is very, very well done. Um, there are boss fights in it with familiar characters that you, that you all know. Um, very, many varied... Uh, mechanics for the bosses too, like uh, you fight Tweedledee, Tweedledum, and they just keep like multiplying, like Russian dolls. Yeah. Um, they like open themselves up, and there's another one. Open themselves up, another one. I was like, oh shit. Uh, the Hatter is a pretty like a, like a straightforward fight where he's like this huge guy and he just tries to swat at you and shit. But all the fights are varied enough where it's it's like you're excited to face the next thing. Um, it never got repetitive until the last boss, which. I didn't think about there. There's a mechanic to the last boss. There's a there's a trick to it, and I did not know that. I thought it was just straight up DPS, like straight up damage and avoiding you know falling into the abyss and avoiding their attacks. But there's actually like strategery to it. And once I got that, I was like, oh shit, this is really good. Like it's really well done. Um, but yeah, if I mean, if you can get your hands on it, dude. Like it took me five hours to to get it, not to get it installed, but to get it to run. Uh, the way like perfectly and for for not only for me but for the audience like I had it running within the first couple of hours for the audience perfectly yeah my screen 
had a I couldn't get it full screen and I couldn't I couldn't get rid of a screen tear. They weren't seeing it, but I was seeing it on my monitor. Um so I ended up having to like go around and like find like different uh uh I tried my my Steam borderless gaming program, didn't work. I went and found a different one. That one actually once I figured out how to how to get it to work, beautiful. Worked worked perfectly. So but that took five hours to figure out like perfect letter or also it would stretch uh the screen like alice the game the cd-rom game is a fucking hog on your pc it takes control of everything like you alt tab fuck you <laughs> like you can't like once that game is on the screen that game controls just about everything like the only thing i could get to work like was uh the task manager so i got like control out delete like that would work that would come up but yeah. everything else was like alice says no <laughs> it's like fuck it, damn it hey zeke but, uh, uh, i'm yeah. seeing some people wondering where they can watch this is this going on like your youtube or do you keep it in the vods or anything um it should be in my vods right now under highlights and not past broadcasts the highlights uh, what we've it. been doing yeah what we've been doing is um or scott has been doing is taking taking the full-length vod uh, uh chopping out the the break parts and the music parts so no no fear of DMCA or whatever, and then putting them all in highlights, and then eventually uh, deleting them and uploading them to YouTube. There you go. So the highlights should have the entire stream just cut up in like hour two hour chunks. You know, Zeke, the this reminds me of a game. I don't know if you'd like it. it, it Alice is in it. Uh, you play a young kid. You start off on an island. It, uh, Disney's involved, and uh, Square Enix also made it. Uh, have you ever played? Oh, yeah, um, it's like it's like like royal royal something like uh like royal heart royal hearts no i've got that wrong you're almost uh, you're halfway there kingdom hearts is the name of the series there's oh uh, right oh, i've heard of that I've there's heard only of that. two games in the whole series believe it or not they i think they had okay. plans to make a third one but then it just disappeared i don't it was rather strange just disappeared in thin air i don't i don't know what happened but yeah, Alice okay. is in there. Uh, you might you might want to check it out. It might be in your uh, okay. your wheelhouse. Is Peter Pan in there? Yes. Is is uh um um is is Quasimodo in there? Yes. Okay, I you're, you're selling me. You're selling me on this. He's not. I'm surprised in... I've never heard of it. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a lesser known game. Um, it's a lesser known game. You might try it out. It might be worth. <laughs> Might be spent worth spending a month playing all the games in the series. Maybe the first—I mean, there's only two, so you know, there's not too many games. Might be into it. Are you going to play the second American McGee's Alice? I think there was a—I'm not making that up, right? There was a second one. Yeah, it's called Madness Returns. Yeah, yeah it came yeah. out on PS3, okay. I believe. Yeah, I, I do remember that one. Uh, any interest in playing that? PS3 and consoles, I think. But yes, I'm going. I definitely want to play that now. Now that I played this one, um, but it'll have to wait, obviously. Uh, yeah. Until CD Ramathon is done, because not only is is CD Ramathon entire month, but I'm extending it a week because oh. of all the days I, I because of all the days I took off, and plus I'm going to have to, uh, I have some sponsored obligations that I have to like a couple hours here and there that I have to do. So I, I don't want to cheat anybody out of out of uh, CD Rom days. So we're going to extend it a little bit. Yeah. What are you? Uh, next, next I'm playing. This is how we've been going. It's been audience choice, my choice. Audience choice, my choice. Alice was the audience choice, which, thank you, yeah, great choice. Great. 
my choice this week will be uh, starting tomorrow. Frankenstein <laughs> through the eyes of the monster, starring Tim Curry. Ooh. Oh, it's Tim Curry! <laughs> Tim I Curry. So that's what we'll be starting tomorrow. Nice. And then uh, you can still vote. The poll is still up. Um, if you want to vote on what's next, let's see what's what's in the lead here. I'm guessing it's probably not a surprise. The dig. The dig is in the lead by what twenty something, but. I don't know what that uh, is. The top two, 149 votes. Second one, Dungeon Siege with 123. Dungeon Siege. But you only get one vote this time. On previous polls, I'd let you vote for all the ones you wanted to see. This time, you only got you got to pick one. So it looks it, Dig might win, but we'll see. I don't know what the Dig is. I do know Dungeon Siege. Oh, dude, the the, the LucasArts Adventure game, the Dig? Is the, it's a point and click. Is there Star Wars in point it? Point and click adventure? Dude, there's, there's like a scene in that game that like traumatized me. Oh my god! It was it was it's so disturbing. It happens towards the end, huh? Oh lord! Well, now I've I'm been hearing about this game forever, but I've also been I've also heard I heard good things. I heard good things about Dungeon Siege too. Like I, I either one would be oh, fine. By me. Dungeon Siege is awesome. I I had many 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 hours in that game growing up. Yeah, the movie's also fantastic. Really good. Just ten out of ten. Dungeon Siege movie or the Dig movie? No, the Dungeon Siege movie. It's really good. Oh, yeah, make a great movie. I don't think you're not kidding. Movie. It was a movie though. <laughs> it's god. Oh wow. Okay. It's fucking. Oh, okay. It's, it's like one of the worst. I think. Uh, what, what was his name? You uh, uh, Yule Bowl or whatever. Yule yeah, Yule he Boy? was the director. It's bad. Like upsettingly bad. Might be worth to to watch and laugh. I wonder if you can actually do that like a, as a watch party, Zeke. Just terrible movie the, night. With your host Ezekiel the third. Yeah, just shit on bad video games movie if it's if it's in the Amazon database. I don't yeah. know if it is. If it's yeah, if it's in the watch party allowed list, yeah. <laughs> watch party allowed list, yeah. Yeah. How many uh <laughs> random LucasArts conversate? My brain's been warped by Disney. I thought LucasArts only made Indiana Jones and Star Wars games. Do they just make a shit ton of like Indiana Jones, Sam and Max, Day of the Tentacle? Uh, they did Indiana Jones and let's okay. see. Okay, I Day know all those Land. games. I guess I just didn't. Monkey Island one and two. Those were big. Um, I guess I just don't think Loom. of those as LucasArts. Made Loom. I never played Loom, but I heard good things about it. Loom is great. Loom, Loom actually was a lot of fun. Yeah. Full throttle. Played that oh, a year throttle, years ago. Classic. Well, Throttle, another one that's fucking good. Hmm. Actually, like, re- they, not remade, remastered, I guess, Full Throttle. You can actually find that on, like, current day systems now, which is pretty cool. My brain has indeed been warped by Disney. All great games. All those games are awesome. Yeah, I, I know all of those games. I just never uh, attribute or accredit them to LucasArts for some reason. So I never even heard of The Dig, though, till today. So I might have to. It's a scary game by what Co said. Or has horror elements in, in it? No, uh, not more disturbing. It's not really a horror game. It's an adventure game. Okay. All right. Without spoiling, well, actually, never mind. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd recommend it. It's cool. It's a very cool story. Zeke will play it. Point, it. It's, it's tough for point and clicks to be really scary. I mean, yeah. I'm not sure how, how much you can get with still images because there's not a lot of animation in point and clicks. Hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, Co, is there anything else that you play? Hey, man. What's up? What? I want to hear about Hitman. Oh, that, hey, I man. thought you said, hey, man. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I know. Uh, I was kind hey, of like, 
I shot something. What's happening? Oh, filter reference, my man. Okay. Anyway, thank you for that. Hitman 3. Um, Co. Please. Yeah, Hitman 3. Uh, Hitman 3 is gorgeous. Has one of the best club levels I've seen in almost any game. I really love the club level. In fact, I later learned that there's apparently a 120-minute mix that is used for the DJ level. So it actually sounds like you're in a club like the whole oh, time. Wow. Uh, very cool. It is, it is at heart... If you played the the Hitman, the most most recent Hitman's one and two, this being the third, it's more of that. Um, it is it is the levels are great and large and sprawling. Many different ways to complete them. Uh, a huge amount of freedom in how you do them. Um, the main story in classic Hitman previous fashion, pretty short. I mean, I, I relatively explored all the levels, and I think I clocked in just under eight hours. Um, if you are just kind of focusing on the objectives and and not kind of smelling the flowers like I was, you could easily get done with this game in like a sitting, probably, especially UJP for the length of your streams. You could probably finish this game in a sitting. Yeah. Um, wow. That, does that being pretty. said, if you are the type of player that likes to kind of do all the challenges and explore everywhere, there is probably 50 to a hundred hours of content in this game. There's a huge amount of levels, a lot of different things you can do in them. Tons and tons of different things to unlock from costumes to weapons, to, to starting points, to stash drops and that kind of stuff. And they do really kind of, make it so each level has has many different ways to complete things but yeah i mean it was more hitman it was it was i feel the same way about hitman 3 to the previous hitmans as i do neo 2 to neo 1 where it's like it's about 80 to 90 percent the same and then it has like some little flavorings that give it a little bit more kind of a, of a unique progression down the line of of the of the of the, of the, the franchise yeah but yeah it was a great time i enjoyed it and uh definitely recommend it to hitman fans how uh what's the absurd factor here like Oh, off the charts, just like all all of them. Absolutely yeah. off the chart. Yeah. Oh, it's it's fantastic, dude. Um, like there was there was one death, particularly in the I think second to last level, where I just I just reloaded and did it a few times because it was just like it was it was so ridiculous what happened. And then of course, not only was it ridiculous, but then there were like people around it and the reaction to what happened was like half the fun as well. Um, it was it was it was it was great. And and, and of course there's many many other ways to do absurd things i had to hold back a few times um you know there's like a, an area where you can just walk down a pathway that's like a, a floating walkway kind of deal you can just like push everyone over as you're going down and you know, just do whatever you want um but yeah it, it's uh it's hitman dude it's hitman and it definitely definitely has has that little bit to it one downside yeah. is that it isn't always on game so you do need to be connected to the internet and even when things were working, I would every so often get a pop-up in the middle of levels, like reconnecting to service, blah, blah, blah. And then during my last session, the servers actually went down for like 50 minutes. For and what? first I got the pop-up saying that it went down. Then I got the pop-up saying like, do you want to go into offline mode? And then at that point, I had to save my stuff and they got this big red offline box and I didn't get a score at the end of it. So like it not only converted my game to offline, but then I accidentally overwrote my live save. So I would have had to do the last level completely over if I wanted to, to get points. And I didn't even get like that cool little like tally at the end where it shows you what you did and gives you a score and all that kind of stuff. Apparently that just gets turned off in offline mode. So is that it, was uh, a little weird. Is the online portion because it like tracks the stats and like ranks you I against so. other players I think it or something? Like everything. Okay. Like leaderboards and and all that kind of stuff. So I I'm assuming it has something to do with with that. But yeah, it definitely uh was a little weird to have kind of that much of a of a connection 
for the game that honestly had nothing to do with multiplayer. You know, I wish coins had as much power as they do in this game in real life. Telling me. <laughs> I, I watched you walk up to those two guards and pull out a coin. It's like, I know exactly what he's about to do. I understand where this is going. Um, I, I, as this game tends to do, at least the first two, I, I've seen a handful of clips that are just hilarious and absurd. Uh, I watched uh, Dan's Gaming, friend of the show and, and uh, fellow Twitch streamer. He was at the like DJ thing up on the, the front of the room or whatever, um, doing what DJs do. And he like turned to the guy next to him and just snapped his neck in front of everyone. Like walked off on accident. That was pretty good. Uh, it seems like that was a pretty valuable way to, uh, to. I don't even know if he needed to kill that guy. I don't know if that's a target. Nope. Okay, great. So he just accidentally killed him. Uh, or wait, maybe that was day nine. I, I think that was actually day nine, not Dan. Dan, uh, both of them had clips that I watched, but that was a day nine clip. Um, so I'll probably end up jumping in. Zeke, you said you were interested in it. Is this something you're going to play as well in Feb somewhere? Possibly, yeah. yeah. I, I think I have to. Um, I I owe it to Mr. Crowbar to come back and do a little do a little hit, man. Yeah. Like of of the entirety of my streaming life, the, there's a couple of Hitman clips that probably rate in my in my top ten, if my if not my top five most like that made me laugh the most yeah like tears just re-watching them some there's some good shit so yeah i i probably have to come back yeah it's kind of the perfect game for you to be honest like in terms of the freedom and how terrible things can go wrong and that's it's it's pretty great it's pretty good is this i guess that's marking a target right in front of you correct in the scene that that green thing is the the mission that I've currently chosen. The game kind of has the on rails murders, ah. so like certain ways that will give you like iconic things that happen. Um, I will say, very cool system because there's a specific level where by following that the kind of on rails thing, you get like an entire mini. It's like a side quest in an RPG. Like a whole bunch of stuff happens, and uh, oh, it is yeah. it is very yeah. very cool. Yeah, yeah. It's just, you're talking about the second level with the like. I guess you talked about it that way to not spoil it, and I was just about to spoil it. But we, we talked about that last week, and I said exactly what that was. So you can go watch okay, last week's go ahead then. Yeah. I, the murder mystery stuff. Yes, that's yeah, exactly right. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. That one was, was very standout-ish in terms of like, damn, they really kind of went far with this. Yeah. Um, it was it was very cool. Heavily and inspired by like Knives that. Out, I think. Cool. So. Have you seen Knives Out, by the way, Co? You should watch so. Knives Out if you like murder mysteries. It's a pretty good movie. Might be into it. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. I think I'll probably I like playing this. What was that, Zeke? I like Knives Out. I it was what all was right. It? I wasn't. Everyone yeah. was like going fucking crazy over it. It was an all right movie. Everyone else yeah. lost their mind. I was not one of those people. Come yeah, on, that was one of those ones. I was like, I don't, I don't see the the exceptional nature that other people have seen. I guess. Now, did you watch it after the fanfare or before the fanfare? Did the hype lead you astray? Like it could have been, you know. You know, I really, man. After being on this planet for so long, I really think I, I like to think that I could discern. Like I can come at it with a, with a, a non-biased or at least very little biased mind. But yes, I saw it after. People were like, "Knives Out is the greatest," and I watched. I was like, "It's good." 
I mean, I don't like I've seen better twists or twists and turns like in mystery movies and stuff. Like maybe it's because it, that one hasn't been out for a long time or something like that tried to do it. Hey, Clue did it best. I was that's it's like go watch. <laughs> that's exactly my. I was like, I just want to watch Clue now because Clue, Clue like mixed like all like uh, humor and darkness and you know all kinds of different shit. Yeah. Now, Koa movie is like I'm a two-hour piece of media that you can watch from time to time. You should check. There's a lot of good ones uh, that you How should do you control really, it. Like a controller or a keyboard. It mouse? just plays. It's like a, it's like a, that uh, Gone Home game. It just plays. You know, you just let it happen in front of you. How do you interact with it? How do you make the decisions? Um, well, you can pause it, and then you can play it again. Uh, and those are kind of the decisions that you make. Uh, it, it makes a lot of the decisions. It's gone home in a lot of ways. It's it's the gone home really of media. boring. Well. Why wouldn't I just play games? I got nothing. That is a fair, yeah, that's I, a fair I, argument. I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I'm, I'm washing my hands clean of this one and moving on. <laughs> was there anything else the two of you played the past week oh it's uh, just a long cutscene. okay see that makes more sense oh that's <clears> true <throat> i i did not consider it is a long it's like uh yeah long cutscene. it's great next cut really uh anything else you guys played over the past week i think that's a little it. cyberpunk offline or off stream i mean yeah just doing yep. more cyberpunking yeah i'm getting to the point where like it's like the main story is pretty much I have to I have to do a little bit of the main story to like you know unlock some things I think so I'm on that and you know there are certain certain things that I kind of yawn through but there's a couple of them where I'm just like I'm in yeah this is a good story you know a lot of branching paths yeah sounds like cyberpunk but also I broke down and I was like you know what I'm just gonna look up where to get the crafting shit like where to get the the recipe <laughs> the recipes and shit because I got sick of like after the fifth time of going to a different place and like this isn't even I'm never gonna use this stupid thing this stupid crap thing I want I want a nice sniper rifle I want a nice set of boots and a hat and maybe a better melee weapon and that's it you're not giving me what I want like I, and I want to craft it I don't want to find it I want to craft it. Does your character at least look cool? Or do you still look like no. a fucking clown? Okay. You're still in <laughs> fucking clown territory. Yes. Yep. There we go. I'm waiting for them to add the patch that says, do not show uh shirt. Do not show shoes or, or, or you know, whatever. Like I want, I want, God, you, I, there's all no option. Is a transmog system. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Well, Please. honestly, like now that I've, now that I've gotten into crafting, I, I, I just like, you just twinged me on the idea. Like now that I've gotten into crafting, I can actually pick whatever outfit I want. And like, as long as it has like, yeah, kind like of. upgrades, uh, uh, mod slots, I can make it like comparable in armor because I can craft like the armadillo shit. And it just like adds. So like hundreds of points of armor. I, I think the 500 IQ move though, is when you realize that none of the gear actually matters. And then you doesn't seem to. <laughs> then it really just, doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> I added like 300 points of defense and still was dying in like one or two shots on the hard difficulty or whatever. Yeah. It was just like dumb. Like I ju- I'll just go naked from now on. Yeah. You might as well. Have a dong flopping around. It's true. I'm actually playing a lady with a vagina. There you go. 
And uh, it's a nice vagina, if I may say so myself. Have your boobs. Probably the same around. vagina that everyone else gets. I'll be honest with you. Because there's only one way. There's going to be flopping either way. There's no. I see with the dong, they gave you big and small. With the vagina, they didn't give you like tight or flappy, I guess. I don't know what okay, the. What the okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Goes done. Goes out. <laughs> This is getting dangerously close to TOS, my dude. Just slow it on down. Co, slow just, it on down. Look, just show your butthole, Co. We need a three. We need a three-day ban. Let's just, I don't want to take the six-day ban for that. Take it off my channel first, <laughs> and and then do whatever you want. Yeah. Oh God. On that He's note, let's call Flappy it Birds. By the way, he was talking about the the common mo mobile yes, game, Flappy, Bird. uh, Flappy Birds, which is um constantly compared to women's anatomy. <laughs> Somehow that's worse than everything <laughs> Zeke just said. I... Guys, let's end the episode. Zeke, I hate that you're silencing me. So I don't like. I I I I I think this is a time for unity and not for you to silence me. Go. <laughs> it's here? worth it. This is what face. happens. You you bring cyberpunk into a conversation and it just turns to shit. That's all that yep. happened. Everything it touches, man. Yeah, I blame CDPR. Seconds. Yeah, we should. We should get a, cl a class action lawsuit against them for Rob this episode. versus CDPR. We're going to court. Zeke, please save us. Shout outs. What are you doing? What's going on? Well, today it, uh, we may be doing a the the remainder of the PC build, <laughs> but we may not. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how we feel. This is this is an optional broadcast that we do after uh, drop frames on Wednesday. So. Follow my Twitter. If if it's going to happen, it'll probably be in like an hour, hour and a half from now. So uh, we'll let you know on Twitter. But if you want to catch me like my set schedule, I'll be on at 11 a.m. Pacific tomorrow. Or excuse me, 10 a.m. Pacific tomorrow. Playing CD-ROM Thon Still Frankenstein Through the Eyes of the Monster, a cinematic adventure starring Tim Curry by LucasArts and Interplay. Or it's not LucasArts. Is it? No, it's just Interplay. Just Interplay. Anyway, that's what we're playing tomorrow. So come on over. We'll be installing it and doing all that shit. Uh, oh, by the way, follow me on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube at or slash Ezekiel underscore III. Cool, cool. Coat, do some shout outs. Sure. As always, thank you guys for watching. A big thanks to Zeke and JP. Another fun week. My name is Co. I'm going to be trying out the medium tomorrow morning. Uh, we're also going to be playing Path of Exile in the afternoons. We've got probably more Neo 2 as we go into the weekend. Uh, going to be finishing up our Pillars of Eternity 2 run and maybe starting something new. We'll see. We're also going to be doing the Dark Souls 3 Cinders mod at some point pretty soon for a speed run. And uh, we also have to learn to play some Mahjong with Gromichan at some point as well. So it should be fun. Hope to see the channel. If I don't, I will see you next week. Same bat time, same bat place here on Drop Frames. Cool, cool. Uh, as for me, I'll be back later today. I'm not sure what time. we got to go pick up the uh, pets today because it's snowing so we got to go get one from daycare and one from the vets it's snowing there yeah it snowed like i don't know four or five inches or something like that so rather than Ow. having it freeze on the roads we're just gonna go get them now while the sun's still up and still a little bit wet uh but i'll be back we'll watch the expanse episode and then probably jump into some poe most likely more poe tomorrow maybe friday some hitman saturday uh, we'll be jumping into the final fantasy 14 raids uh, as we now have a static group kind of formed for the uh, stream We'll be doing that most likely every Saturday and Sunday uh, for the next foreseeable future uh, on the weekends. And with that, that's kind of it. That's it. What's going on, Cope? <laughs>
So, somebody just posted, part of the GameStop absurdity and chaotic revelry is seeing news outlets publish Reddit usernames with a straight face. It's rapidly becoming apparent that we will soon enter the GME endgame. Before you can come up with the Nexus strategy, or if you're still on the fence, decide whether to jump in. You need to form an opinion about the GME bull thesis without considering short squeeze, says user Thick Dad's Club. <laughs> that's great. Thick great. Dad's Club, that's awesome. That's great. Welcome to 2021! That's, you know, it's only a matter of time. I, I like uh, Anderson Cooper, but we need Anderson Thick's Dad's Club. You know, he's the better reporter. Clearly. Clearly. I can't wait till we get some more wow. of those. I'll tell uh, you if you also, want. How do I join that club? I don't know. Is, that a, is there like an open membership? Uh, maybe. You'll have to ask. Uh... Are you talking about Reddit? Yeah, Reddit. You can just sign up for a free account. Go. Oh, no. I'm at the Thick Dads Club. Oh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't got any I'll funny thing it. to say there. I don't I'll report back next I'm week. Still, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still being pledged in. I still got to go through some hazing before ah. I can get in. So uh, I'll tell you afterwards. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, if you want some uh, absurdity, turn into or tune in to CNBC in the mornings because they read a lot of Reddit names and talk about Reddit as if it's some fucking weird construct uh, outside of mortal limitations. <laughs> and it's it's good. It's good stuff. Anyways, that's it for Draft Frames. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you the two of you for being here. We'll be back next week at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern with more. See you guys then. We're out. Have a good one. Bye bye.